When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I am your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, is Kristen Studdard. That's me. Uh, we are two comedians who I guess we both follow the Rock and Roll Hall oh, of Fame at this God. point. But the whole idea is that I'm obsessed with it. And, and I don't care. But I think you do now. It's happened a little bit. I did walk in the door with a Rock Hall question. Yeah. Which... We'll, we'll get you to the point. The question was, is Elton John in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, it seemed like a no-brainer, but I yeah. had to make sure. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you to a point where you don't even need to ask. You're oh, going to go... I hope You're going to go 1994. I really, to uh, hope a not. Hey, what about our guest? Who's sitting over oh, here? Oh, gosh. So excited uh, to have our guest... A comedian, writer, fellow podcaster over at uh, Punch Up the Jam. So excited to have Demi. Let me see if I can do it. Uh, I can uh, do it. You nailed it. Hey, all right. There you go. Oh my gosh, Demi, welcome. We're Hello. so excited to have you. Yay. Excited to be here. Uh, so we have a strange podcast topic. Uh, and it is what you would call niche. niche. Sure. Uh, For sure. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I, I, I want to get your... Uh, history if at, if any oh, <laughs> if anything boy. at all just because we have a lot of people who come in here and it's perfectly fine and understandable where they're just kind of like i don't really know anything about they're like the... i've heard of it the end yeah mm-hmm. i've definitely heard of it uh i know a little about it like uh, that you need to have like 25 years from your first album or yeah, recording yeah, recording mm-hmm. uh i think it's in cleveland the, yes okay yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the physical Hall of Fame is in Cleveland, right? But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a more ephemeral. It exists idea. within us all. <laughs> sure, it's within Cleveland and then outside of every guitar center. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, yes. In the guitar centers, in the Sam Ashes uh, of the heart of our oh, hearts. Yeah, yeah. The, in the guitar centers within us all. My guitar center is my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I like to think oh, my guitar boy. center is more in the fingers. My but... heart center is a guitar, actually. Oh That's wow, what they say in yoga a lot. They're like, find your heart center, and mine's a guitar. And you're just air guitaring, yeah. shredding. They love it. I bet you know how yoga. But teaches yeah, are. yoga is a, a real uh, rock folk. Um, also, at some point, I do have to talk about my mother's trip to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ooh. where my sister is currently living. In the museum. No, <laughs> she's just camping out until Radiohead gets inducted. Yeah, she's a stan. Uh, no, my sister is working for a candidate in Cleveland right now. She's working for Betsy Rader, 
mm-hmm. in Ohio. She's organizing for her. And so she, that's her first job out of college. And I'm very proud of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. But my mom uh, and my mom and stepdad went to go visit her. And she was like, they went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum. Mm-hmm. And my mom's concept of what the rock and roll, she, she thought that everything that was in there was like, Every per- she thought that Katy Perry was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because Katy Perry has a costume in right. the museum. So there is there is a distinction between the museum and the you know the list. Yeah, uh, which seems weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And those two entities are oddly separate. Obviously, there's some connection, but the people who run the museum are not really the same as the people who do the induction ceremonies every year mm-hmm. and induct people. And there's parts of the museum that are dedicated to the list the 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 years of inductees but uh yeah you you know you can find stuff from britney spears in the museum have you been to the museum yeah it's been a long time okay uh i don't care as much about the museum as i do my my little list right (laughs) have you been to any of the induction ceremonies i went to one last year okay yeah and it was great was that Bon Jovi? No, no, no. no. This, that was this year. Okay. I know he was the last Correct. Part of the last I, I thought about going to that one, and I was ultimately like, it's Bon Jovi. It was also, <laughs> this is the first year that I've ever watched an induction ceremony, and yeah. it sucked balls. It, it was, was, very it was bad. historically a, a pretty underwhelming one. Uh, but I went last year, which was uh, Pearl Jam, Tupac, Joan Baez, ELO, yes. Oh, wow. Did Tupac's Journey. hologram perform? Who did the Tupac, like... It, uh... He turned it down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was busy. He, he was uh, booked in Brazil. Um, no, so Snoop Dogg did the speech for Tupac. And right. then Alicia Keys did, a, did, like, a medley performance at the piano. Which was great. Really? Yeah, it what was did really she do? good. Like keep your head so up. So she did like I think she did. Yeah, she did changes, which makes sense at the okay. piano. Yeah, now, now I'm seeing it. The yeah. Bruce Hornsby. Uh, <laughs> they should have got Bruce. I was in gonna say to just get yeah, Bruce Hornsby. Ladies and gentlemen, that, Bruce Hornsby. And he, like he wheels in. But I don't know. No. They should have. Like this is my song. I don't. I'm not as known for it as yeah. Tupac is, but that's fine. <laughs> he just waves. He wheels out, but it never stops wheeling, and then just slowly <laughs> just wheels does off. Does Alicia Keys rap? Uh, no. She can do it all. I mean, but she she really can. Uh, but with that one, she just was just kind of like singing the chorus. Uh, okay. And then she did. I get around. Uh, on the piano still? Yeah. Whoa. It was it was a good I performance. I kind of am intrigued. Yeah, you should check it out. I'm tra- uh she had ambitious uh, ambitions as a writer as well. And it was all on the piano. And it was cool. And then it went from a piano performance to Snoop Dogg and T.I. and like a few other guys like Tretch and, and YG just doing a bunch of Oh my god, medley. Tretch. Yeah. Underrated in my opinion. <laughs> like actual truth real thing I think is I think that Tretch is a fucking great rapper he's and good. i just think he's underrated if you've ever seen that rap documentary that ice t produced it's very bad and stupid i think it's called like history of rap or like i don't even remember does what he it's narrate called. it but it's does IT narrate it <laughs> oh, no. does that's it a have... great ice tea wow wow what a great one uh <laughs> it's mostly consists of like helicopter shots of different cities uh like mm-hmm. in between there's a lot a lot of b-roll in it but then there are really good interviews with like they start at the beginning of rap and like kind of go through it all Mm -hmm. but the interview with Tretch is like really good and the interview with Eminem is like amazing and Eminem does a Naughty by Nature rap like just like 
goes into it about how important Naughty by Nature was wow. to him, and mm. then he just starts rapping a Naughty by Nature song, and it is fucking awesome. That's really cool. And I was like, yeah, Tretch. That okay. So there you have it. I'm glad that Tretch got to be in the um, yeah at the so. ceremony. I was surprised to see him. Show. I had like kind of forgotten about him. I just hadn't seen him yeah, in, in so long. Everybody has. Nobody saw Ice T's documentary. Yeah, I don't even think I know who Tretch is. He's in Naughty by Nature. He's okay. the guy who you know from Naughty by Nature. If you could if you picture know, if you someone know one. from Naughty by Nature, sure, yeah. he, it's him. Yeah, he's the naughtiest <laughs> of the Nature Boys. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy was way more nature. Yeah, right. I don't even know who the other guy was. No. I can't. I cannot tell you his name. He's great. He was, uh, well, and also he's kind of like a speed rapper, too. He can, yeah. like, rap pretty fast oh, it was twista yeah well i mean twista is the ultimate of the speed rappers i'm from chicago you won't get me to say a bad word against twista but, uh legitimately tretch was like he kind of popularized it because it was the 90s it was early 90s mm-hmm. too. late 80s early 90s is like naughty by nature's heyday right aka my like early junior high late elementary school just like bopping bopping it opp did not get it did not know what it meant now seems wrong that i was singing it yeah i i mean that's a song that i feel like i mean should we say it other people's oh, oh, other people's pussy it means oh it's pussy. pussy okay it's pussy. Yeah. yeah what did you think it was property, property. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's what they <laughs> I mean, tell you a... it means like that's when like on the radio i think they would have to like if someone called in and was like excuse me what does opp mean they'd be like <laughs> property <laughs> Oh um, gosh! Because like, I was gonna say it's open to interpretation. No, in the song, like what you, a true artist. Boy, if you yeah, listen yeah. to the lyrics, he at one point says, "Well, also there's two verses." I'm so sorry that no. I know so much about this song. It is great. Well, this is the Tretch episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. We, it's been every episode. Until Chill this point. to the Tretch episode. Uh, what I'm trying to say is Very that good. the first verse is about um, a guy cheating on a a, a woman, like w- like cheating with someone else's woman and the second verse is from the woman's perspective so p could stand for pussy or for penis in the song if you listen at one point he says uh because he says it's another five letter word oh so he gets specific he gets specific because the first five letter word is pussy and the second five letter word is penis it's very i can't believe that i have that's art i just accidentally (laughs) absorbed that knowledge when i've listened I listened to lyrics pretty closely, mm-hmm. even as a kid, and figured it out. Yeah, and I think the fact that How Tretch was there, you, I mean, I feel like you spun it in a way I where just... it was like, like, it was cool, like, they, because they remember Tretch, but it's really more a symptom of the Rock Hall being very behind the times. And they and were being like, like, oh, you know who's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need, Let's I'm guessing. Let's get those hip-hop hooray boys in here. Right. Like... And being like, oh, what is hip, well, there's that hip-hop hooray song. Right? Oh, See if those guys it. are doing anything. It sounds like they Googled hip-hop and it came up with the autocomplete of hooray, and they were like, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Hooray. Okay. Oh, hooray for oh, hip-hop. Yeah. Good, good, good. Assuming, I don't know, I guess there's potentially a... I didn't research this. Didn't know we were going to talk about Tretch. <laughs> it's, poten- it's potentially Tretch was a, a friend of Tupac's. That could that could also could, have been the uh, yeah. I the think he was, was from California, if I'm recalling the correct um, verse. No, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm recalling the correct helicopter shot from the correct aerial footage from that from the ICT doc. From the ICT doc. Okay. But I do think he was from California. Also, I think because most of their videos were like. Never mind. Guys, let's move the F Sure. On. So I was at that. I, I've seen Tretch. Wow. I've seen Tretch in person. Wow. I didn't think. Also, 
Oh man, I just really didn't think I would. Also, Tretch did porn apparently oh after what? he was done being a rapper. That's another like what a hyphen it. Yeah. yeah, it contains multitudes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've. So not to brag, I've seen Tretch. <laughs> I've wow. seen Tretch perform, and I, I think so. Yeah. Tretch, Snoop, and Ti. Anybody and YG. Else? Oh, mm. really? Yeah. I mean, that's a deep pull for the hall. I mm-hmm. guess I feel like. Yeah, I you got to imagine someone was. I mean, I don't know how they bring these. Sometimes the artists that perform in the induction ceremonies are pretty are very underwhelming. Where it's like, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Pat Monahan from Train. Oh boy, <laughs> he inducted Journey. Who is that? What? what? Yeah, Pat Monahan inducted Journey. It seems insulting to Journey, but yeah. also I I don't I'll, think Journey should yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he also, but Pat truly loved uh, Journey. Like he had a, he had a pretty good speech because you could tell he cared. Like he moved to San Francisco because he was like Journey is, is from like, San Francisco. What? It's a terrible yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it's the dude from Train, so what do you, fair. What do you expect? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Pat Monahan also, that's just a boring ass name. It's not a, it's not, very like rock not a name. rock name. No. That's not a At least make it like Patty or something. Yeah. But, yeah, Patty, Patty is Monahan? better. No, that's I, that sounds like a little uh-uh. leprechaun who runs around. I feel like it's like treasure. Irish enough that I'm like, oh, this guy has been through stuff. Oh. oh, yeah. Like he's a brawler. He's a bruiser. Yeah. Patty Monahan. Patty Monahan. Or like. I yeah, you got to say it with the accent. Patty Monahan. Patty Monahan. Patty Monahan. Uh, seen him down by the bay okay everybody City, by the way uh yeah so but, but sometimes the yeah it typically the hall i think one of the reasons we're frustrated by the hall is that it, it just doesn't seem super in touch it does not no so have you ever watched any performances from the rock and roll hall of fame do you know anything have you ever seen an induction ceremony or I, do you know any lore i think the only thing i've seen from the rock and roll hall of fame and this might not even be what that was uh, i believe that uh tom petty and like mm-hmm. prince did that performance yeah. of the while one where my... he throws his guitar yes <laughs> which is incredible yeah yes. and that's pretty much all i can recall having seen of the that's that's pretty part for the chorus i think that performance alone is enough to justify the rock and roll hall of fame's existence because <laughs> i don't th- i don't think that performance happens anywhere else that's it true could not have happened if there were no rock and roll hall of fame yeah but uh, I also feel like even the artists themselves are tending to not give a shit about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, especially compared to like ten years ago, right, or something. Uh, the artists now who are get, I, but I, you'd be surprised. A lot of bands. I mean, Bon Jovi fucking cared. Oh they boy. wanted in so bad that they made a big deal about it for a really long time, and then really? they whined and cried until they finally got in. Mm-hmm. Were they first year? No. Okay. No. That no, makes no, sense. No, no, yeah. no. They were like 18th year. Oof. No, it was, clo- it was closer to like nine. But I mean, which is for a band like Bon Jovi, that's how long you should wait because yeah. you're not great. Uh, and you have some, uh, you can get inducted and that's fine. But yeah, you got to wait a little bit. Is and there uh, like a limit to how many people they can induct in a year? Or They tend to do five. Uh, sometimes okay. they do six. But th- these days they don't, you know, back in the day they there were years where they inducted 10 mm. in a year, but no more than six usually. And then maybe sneaking some in some special categories. I've said this, and I believe this. There should just be a year where they induct the, all the people from Divas Live on page one. <laughs> I want to see all the Divas in. I don't care. Put Celine Dion in. I don't care. Put her in. It's, it's fine. This is, this is offensive to me and, and what I hold dear. I do not care. 
I guess the distinction of what rock counts as is so loose that I'm like, well, there's a part of me that's like, Celine does deserve to be in, but yeah, also she can rock. sing. She is, you know what She's I mean? She's a sanger. Yeah. <laughs> and I never, I just, if, if I had to, if you asked me. Her voice is a guitar right there. To, it is a guitar. <laughs> if you asked me to pick someone, like top five musicians who are least rock and roll, I think Celine would probably be up there. I never also sure. thought that I would argue for, like, I'd be so pro Celine. I didn't think that would be a thing that would ever happen for me. I've always been pro Celine. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not against Celine as a concept just as a rock as, as rock I mean come on That's the way it is okay, You guys no, are winning okay. me over uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Uh yes yeah, so, yeah Celine is a yeah mad respect for Celine but just don't I, I think mean she's I think very Dolly has to get in before Celine. For sure. That's, yeah. I'm, but Dolly's I'm not with you in. There. Where and did your upset – sorry if you've already answered this multiple times on the show, but where did your obsession with the Hall of Fame come from? Uh, it was when I was in high school. Loneliness. Sp- well, yeah. Mm. Uh, is, it, is it it's loneliness? <laughs> is it yeah. mostly it? Uh, it? To some extent, maybe. But like it, there a, was when I was in middle school – smattering of OCD, some sort yes, of wanting no. to make, a, make mm-hmm. sense of this crazy world. <laughs> all all these things, things. Are, are, are hitting, yes. Uh, when I was in middle school, I was getting into like classic rock and like music history. And I watched a lot of like VH1 and where they would do a lot of – like 100 greatest artists or, you know, behind the music. Mm. And they, it, w- it was like an easy way to get into that kind of stuff, to get into music history. And this felt like an extension of that. For someone like me who likes lists uh, and likes that kind of music, uh, this is like an evolving list. This is yeah. a list that every year they add more to it. Uh, and in, in that respect, it becomes like sports in a way because you can you can track it and <laughs> look at numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but there aren't it's not but it isn't like sports in that there aren't stats really yeah like, i meant like like okay this person's been inducted been nominated three times this is their third time up those types of numbers but the numbers of like record sales do not come into play right because it's i mean how do you even it's just ephemeral it's what 30 guys in a room decide are the people that are chosen from it feels like it should come into play at least in terms of them thinking oh who are the people we should obviously be thinking about like before they go these are the official nominations it feels like there should be a short list based on that's what it is so they basically of all the artists then a nominating committee or the (laughs) nomcom the nomcom gets together in a room they sit around they eat a big hoagie and they uh make their case for who they want to be on the nomination. that makes it sound like they have one giant sandwich <laughs> they, they all do. go in they on they get a big hoagie they all sit, it goes down the thing down the table and they both eat eat it from the sides together and then when they're done when they meet in the they middle kiss. it's lady in the tramp hoagie and, when and they... it's a uh... 30 old white men kissing. Yeah, and it's 30 <laughs> old once. white men kissing, and that's how they know that the nominees have been selected. When they meet in the middle, they all say, like, what the person they've chosen yes, is. exactly. Right. And yeah. if they both say the same one when they kiss, they get on the nominating list. Wow. Uh, but they, and so they, they decide from there, like, they put in how many? It's 30? Uh, with the nominee list yeah. that's published every year is closer to 20. 20. So then from there. And that's pretty big. In comparison Everybody to other years. Everybody in the whole voting body votes. And then... It's like close to a thousand 
people, musicians, and everyone who's people. already been inducted is in the voting body, and then a bunch more white dudes. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's like the academy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and then although it's much less uh, transparent, because yes. like the academy will at the very least list who's part of the academy this year. Yeah. They make like a big deal of it, of like we've invited these people. Isn't this exciting? Look, oh, look and at all these. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's a secret. I think yeah, it's a secret in that like they don't publicize it and they don't publicize it because it's uh, not it's interesting. And sad. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit, and I don't think it would be. I mean, but they could, but they do not. It's yeah. so it's unclear exactly who is in the uh, not the, the voting. No, oh, no, the, the nom- nomcom. We more or less know who's in that, ah. but the the people who are voting, like the nine hundred thousand uh, people or okay. whatever. I think Tom Hanks is a voter. Whoa. That makes sense. America's sweetheart, Tom Hanks. The one and only. For I that thing you that. do, probably. <laughs> hmm? I said, probably got in for that thing you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, is ah. there, like, do you have to be music related to get in or just. To does... be voting, no. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, he's kind of. He's a producer on the. Sometimes he's a producer on the induction ceremony. Joe, you can cough. Do you need to on cough? The HB... No. It, Joe. I will power through this <laughs> Joe, because. Joe, I really think you should cough. Because you Tom Hanks. <clears throat> Tom Hanks. There he is. There he is. Your voice was not your voice for the long. Tears were coming I know. out of his eyes. It feels like you were just whole, you were just kind of like I will not. I my throat. Just, I believe in Tom Hanks so much that I need to. I get a little emotional when I talk about him. Tears came out of his eyes. Uh, I just love Larry Crown, huh? God, he was on his little motorcycle. <laughs> he was on his little red motorcycle. And he just wanted to date his teacher. What is Larry Crown about? I think that was part <laughs> he of it. He wants to date his teacher, Julia Roberts. Yes. I don't know what Larry Crown is. What? To tell you the truth, no. Oh. 2011, is it written the, and directed the Larry by Larry Crown Affair. No, I wish. <laughs> sure. That's a great movie idea. Uh, written and directed by Tom Hanks. Directed. Starring Tom Starring. Hanks as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's got a little motorcycle. He does. Mm-hmm. And I believe he's in like adult education classes. Yes. That's like the. And like everyone in his fame is like Brian Cranston plays Julia Roberts' uh, <laughs> boyfriend. Brian Cranston plays Julia Roberts. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait, plays Julia Roberts' boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, George Takei is there for something. I don't know. He's showing up. He's just showing up. He's yeah. trying to get more views on his Facebook page. He does say, please follow me on Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. That So Tom Hanks is in the voting. Body I, I for believe some reason. so. He's been involved with the hall for a little bit. Uh, I don't. Th- I didn't see his name on the last uh, induction ceremony credits, but uh, he shows up. But also, up. like the academy, they did a big culling of white men mm-hmm. recently, right? Oh, wow. They like yeah. culled. Well, I think roster, after yeah. after Oscar's so white, yeah. Uh, they yeah they tried to make some. Uh, they were changes. like, "Uh oh, they're coming for the hall next." <laughs> <laughs> People care. I think there has been some sort of information that they have tried to do a similar thing. I mean, we know a few years ago they let go a lot of white men from the nominating committee, and they've come on our show Ooh. to tell us the inner workings. Really, it's yeah. been pretty juicy. <laughs> Things have gotten juicy, and yeah, they, they more and more. I mean. I think Questlove is like a, a big part of the nominating committee. Uh, he seems to hold a lot of sway, from what we can tell. What about sway? Is sway in the voting committee? <laughs> he holds a lot of Questlove. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, 
That would be so amazing if Sway was off. I mean, he's a media personality. He might vote. Doesn't he have a radio show? Yeah. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sway in the morning, right? He Is might he... vote. Yeah. Let's find out. Okay. Let's tag Sway on Twitter and okay. find out if Let's he votes find for out the Rock if he Hall. Votes. Yo, man, you vote. We're talking about for the Rock Hall. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, Not... uh, we don't care about yeah elections for this country. Oh, boy. He'll be like, well, uh, no, but for the Rock Hall, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big time, baby. Sway. Um, also, this is actually a thing that I wanted to ask you about oh, great. on air because Lovely. my mom's version of this is very different than what I think is actually happening. So the people also get a vote, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. So there okay. is a there's a, a very poorly maintained poll online where the fans can vote. Now, oh, the also, fan vote. let me tell you what Jackie McFedry has to say about the voting. <clears throat> okay. Because... Here's what she thinks is happening. Sure. She thinks that at the Rock cuz at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum in Cleveland where she went a few weekends ago, mm-hmm. you can also vote. Yes, there's you a can newly fill out a ballot there. Well, there's a newly installed like kiosk, yes. like a digital where it's like who do you think should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And yes. you can this is this debuted I think at this year's induction ceremony. So now, it's very new and huh. you can go up and be like I think Yes. And you can type in whatever you want. Yeah. Well, I want you to know that my mother witnessed a lot of people mulling it over, being like, well, who? I mean, who should we vote for? This is our vote. It's very important. I think we all just now really believe our votes matter. <laughs> like, I think everybody's yeah. freaking just out. Just generally, and it's extending yeah. to something as frivolous. But, as... like, my mom was like, you know, and I just, what did she say? I can't remember what artist. She's like, well, and I think it was Katy Perry. She was like, I just can't believe Katy Perry's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, that doesn't seem to make much sense. And I was like, well, because she's not. And she's like, um, excuse me, I saw her stuff. I was at the I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and there was a whole exhibit about her. And people at the end were voting for her. And you could vote. Like, people... Kristen, I just want you to know. She was like, and I was like, well, who did you vote for? And she's like, I couldn't make up my mind. Oh, my God. So she didn't vote. But my mom believes that what happens is that that is very important, that that those votes that you do at the actual Hall of Fame Museum, they like have weight and people were taking a lot of time to make their decisions so much so that my mother was crippled by indecision and could not vote for anyone. I wonder, because again, it's very new, but I could see the museum taking the results of that poll and kind of showing it to the denominating committee being like hey the people who come to our museum and give us money and give you money by extension they would like to see Def Leppard and or whoever is you know train. at the tops train they would train <laughs> big train heads they want the train they in. want Drew Carey and actually just for his rendition of his theme song mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and Frasier for the Frasier theme yes. song not for, Kelsey Grammer Frasier yeah. no it's Frasier Crane Frasier Crane yes. yeah let's no yeah uh yeah, but the the fan vote, which has been online, and they've been doing that for a while, the five top vote getters are on a ballot that is then part of, that is then submitted to the hmm. uh, tally. Nomcom, or, or submitted to the nomcom though, right? No. Wait. It, oh, it oh, essentially once the, once the nom the nominees have been announced, mm-hmm. then people online can vote, yes. and it doesn't mean anything though. Well, it's one it, that is a ballot. It's one that is of turned one in. Nine, it's one yes. of nine thousand nine hundred ba- or one or of so. nine hundred. So it's like one nine hundredth of a vote. Yeah, and it's the votes of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Okay, that seems like the electoral college. Yes, it's uh, it's a it's a meaningless drop uh, in a large pool. Uh, although there are like a thousand voters or so 
we also, I mean, again, no transparency, so we no don't know. Transparency, okay. Excuse me, Pat Monaghan. Relax. Uh, <laughs> we I don't know. Not, we don't know. I we, will not relax. We don't know who's turning in ballots. We don't know the the return percentage. So there's right. no transparency. There's and no I, transparency. And stand I don't by like that. It. I'm mad. Uh, now I'm now I'm mad again. Because you you don't know like there's all these British. Uh, bands who do not care like i mean just thinking the inductees vote you know the ones who've been inducted we've gone over this don't give me a quizzical look no, i know yeah i'm just trying uh, to think of who you're talking about because all i can think of is the moody blues right uh and then you also wonder like is uh dizzy reed from uh guns and roses you know the keyboard player for guns and roses is he's just is he submitting his ballot you know oh, is, is like he straddling people don't vote you got to imagine uh, that wow. like a lot of these voting is a privilege and a right guys if you can vote you should do it Hear if they me don't now. vote trump is going to get in the nominee yeah, the... yeah. trump's exactly. going to get inducted next year we yeah, got to be wow. careful yeah that could... oh my god oh. has trump put out because uh, you know he he has a long career of i think there's a trump video game uh, I think there's like he has a lot of books. He's I'm done a lot think, of cameos in movies. In movies but yeah. has he ever done released, a song? Has he released? I don't think he has. Absolutely. I think we would, no way. We would all know. Yeah, we, we would be know. making fun of that thing constantly. I mean, if it's, we already know about the video that he did with Giuliani and drag, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that, was that video is a thing that I think about. I'm often. shocked, given how much of a horror he was in like the 80s and 90s, that he didn't put out like the Trump rap. Yeah, or like you know, you like know, that seems like like the my bones hurt just thinking about that. <laughs> but like, I genuinely think it was just the kind of thing where he was like, uh, "That's music for blacks. I can't." Oh yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> or he was like, "I could do it better." Yeah, <laughs> so that, did, that like, was also very like, true. You know, like... Well, Trump is a is a very I've always said a very similar figure to Gene Simmons. <laughs> they seem essentially like the same guy to me. Sure. Uh, oh the... yeah, because Gene Simmons is pretty. Uh, like out there too, yes, no. Yeah. Tell me oh, all about oh it. my God. Do, do you like, are you not familiar at all with? Uh, I the... mean, I know he's the lead singer of Kiss, and right. that he has the tongue. He is exceptionally outspoken. Uh, he is also a a media whore and an asshole, and he he very much like Trump. A lot of like, you know, Kiss Just is bluster. Yeah, a lot of bluster and and boasting. Uh. And he is a very vocal uh, critic of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, being like, why is Donna Summer in there? She's not rock and roll. Would you put Jimi Hendrix in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame? Why is NWA in? He really... But there isn't a Hip Hop Hall of Fame, is there? I think they may have started one recently. And also, that's going to sure, be what Jimmy takes Hendrix over. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> also, Jimmy that's there. what's going to be... that like th- Popular music is hip hop now. Like mm-hmm. That is what is going to be... And like the the important music that's coming out today is hip hop. Yeah, like it, it. They the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will like have to just kind of close eventually if they didn't put hip hop in it. Like, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, the what idea. would it be? Yeah. Like you'd be struggling. Like kind mm-hmm. of. I was trying to think of recently. Like, what's a really popular rock band now? Like. Uh, Who's a popular new oh, rock band? Train. Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Oh my Alt-J. god. Alt J. I mean Alt J. Yeah, but they're not that popular. No, like I like them, but I and I liked them like six years ago. I don't even like, like who their plays music. like Coachella or something like yeah. that. It's, I mean, always, it's like or all like these Dawes. indie bands. 
Yeah, but the Dawes is is still so to me feels so fringe. Fleet Foxes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess but these are all But I mean these are all kind of like chart. they don't chart. No, these are not like supremely little. indie acts. You're yeah. essentially asking like what is a rock band that yeah, like, like what's a rock band is like getting since a song Coldplay. in the top 5? Like Ooh. what is a what is a rock band since Coldplay that you can think of that is popular? Like that everybody mm-hmm. know that's like on the radio that charts that people have heard of. Yeah. Coldplay's probably the last big That's one what I mean. I feel like after that it's like The Killers. Oh yeah. Were they after the Coldplay? Oh yeah. yeah. The Strokes were but the, strokes, the Strokes were before cuz the Strokes were early 2000s. 2001, yeah. Yeah, 2001 was is this it. But the but Strokes Coldplay also was 99. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. But I guess I feel like the Strokes stopped mattering it, yeah, pretty no, quickly. Sure. Pretty uh, fast. They also they were very important in the underground and like for people who knew music, but they also their songs did not. Yeah, I don't chart. think they've been like they top were not ten, and they didn't break through the way the Killers did. Or like Franz Ferdinand broke mm-hmm. through, or, yes, or like Modest sure. Mouse broke through in oh, the like I mean, early two thousand. Fall Out Boy, oh my god! But like, is Fall Out Boy going to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Like, ask know. yourselves. Yeah, I mean, those songs that play during football games alone will probably get them in. What are the what's Fall Out Boy's big song? They have like what is it, centuries or oh that, that's one of their more recent ones. Yeah, yeah. They have that one. Oh, that's like a football game type song. Yeah. That's like a rallying a rally song. Uh, there's uh, dance have... dance. Was that the? Oh yeah, and they have that Boy, one. Right? I don't know. We're going down swinging. Yeah, that's Sugar the one Sugar I'm trying to think yeah. of. And they they had some fun names for their oh, <laughs> for their all, songs. Always a sentence. Yeah, champagne <laughs> up. Uh, uh, champagne, champagne for my, for my real, real friends, friends. Real pain, real pain for, my for my champ friends. friends. That's, that's a that's, that's a follow up boy. That's one of their title songs. T- song okay. titles. Did did they create that or was that just something I that was on the internet already? A, I think that's just a phrase that someone had thought of. Yeah. The way like, Fallout Boy was a tertiary Simpsons yeah. character. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I Muse? but like. Oh, new, but I mean, yes. these are not current bands. What I'm saying is like- in well, the, I mean, you said since Coldplay. Sure, I'm sorry. I don't that. mean since. I, I mean like that was the most recent one I could think of. Like of like a huge- Of like a huge band. Like I do think Muse, but Muse came and went. Like do you think they deserve Muse, to be in the I Rock mean, and Roll Muse Hall are still kind of, I think Muse are still kind of around. I mean, I, they're, I think they're past their peak, but like if they put out an album that those songs get played on K-Rock. Or like what, Interpol? I'm just thinking of like indie rock, but this is all from yeah, that's the very, mid two thousands. Very indie to me. Yeah, uh, but this is all bands that I liked in the first decade of the two thousands. I bet uh, Vampire Weekend would get in. They oh, would yeah. get in. Vampire Weekend is probably the most recent, and they would. They have maybe the, the kind of like somewhat commercial success, and then the critical, yeah, acclaim. huge critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. They could get in. Yeah, but I guess I'm just I'm asking like I feel like most bands are electronic or hip hop now. Yeah. Like well, that's, that's really true. it. The rock band as a uh, as a thing is like Haim. Sure, could I mean if they had but but, rock music I mean, is just not on the radio. It doesn't break through. I, I genuinely am like I want to look up the Billboard charts and be like who is on there. Right, like, I mean, do you consider Twenty One Pilots to be a band? I don't. Uh, consider do I them consider music. them to be a band? <laughs> I don't even. What do they make? I mean, they are me mad. <laughs> me, me, me too. They're very uh, annoying. I think you would you would know some of their songs. Uh, I guess I'm just straight. asking, like, what what could they like? What band that is on the radio? Maroon Five. <gasps> he right. <laughs> oh no! But that's like but they it. they were around, yeah. When, but they've I mean, been around for, for a long time. But they stuck around, least. and what they're making now is certainly not rock music. They're no. making pop music. But they are a rock band. But they are a rock band. Yeah. 
But the production is so much pop production. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I guess I think I think this love is a great song. This love, yeah, it is. That's that a song pretty rules. perfect. It's that's great. like pop song. that's like their first big hit. I think that song rules. Mm-hmm. But, Foster the people, I guess. But they're like oh, fa- laid no, down. but they just had that one song. Do they yeah. have a new song now? Uh, they have a new well, album I'm, out right now. They're on like fifty one on billboard right now i yeah. mean also who's buying music do they put streams into the billboard now i think they do yeah, yeah. it's a weird metric man i just i panic i just at the disco <gasps> could panic at the disco no, get in i don't think so i think Absolutely the strokes not. will get in do you think the strokes probably would get in? yeah uh well here here are uh someone actually emailed us and asked me uh who I guess this extends to you as well, but it, would not, it was not a question you could ever answer, Kristen. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, I'll try. Asking about <clears throat> future FYEs, future artists that would get inducted on their first year their eligible. first year eligible. For like the next 10 years. And so starting with ne- next year, 2019. Okay. Who's eligible? Outcast. Do they'll get in FYEs? I think they so. better. If, if Questlove is steering the nomcom, then, it, then it'll happen. I would think so. Also, They're pretty undeniable. Yeah, man. But this is the thing. Are they rock and roll? In They're the, roll. In, They're in, roll and roll. They are roll. They have some songs where I'm like, that's rock and roll. Like, well, B.O.B. B.O.B. has that whole guitar mm-hmm. solo in yeah. it. And even Hey Ya, there's like a pretty audible guitar. The music video yeah. for Hey Ya alone is enough to get yeah, them Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I And that song is, I mean, I mean, at, at this about, point, we... We define rock and roll in terms of the Hall of Fame. We defi- we define it as including hip hop, like that. I right. just want to say I'm on the Billboard chart for just rock, and Imagine Dragons has the top three songs oh, on the here. Top three? Yeah. yeah, they are far and away the most popular rock band right now. It is what? And they are huge what in a, a way that I think would surprise us all. Oh, and then Panic at the Disco is all over this. But yeah, I guess my they have friend a new album. is their um, hair and makeup person. She like does the stuff for all their videos and appearances. And I was like. Panic at the Disco is out. Still She's gone. like, they have a new album. And yeah. so they're like out there promoting it, getting their hair and makeup did. Dang. Good for them. Yeah. Hi, Devin Weitzman. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. I'm going to do the next 10 years okay. of who I think could be first year eligible. So Outcast. So Outcast 2019, 2020, Notorious B.I.G. Uh-huh. Uh, 2021, Foo Fighters. Yeah, they'll get in FYE. And, for sure. And Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, this like... is the thing. You know what's really exciting? Okay, let me say this. God, I could just use the word exciting about this. Mm-hmm. Well, these next few years could so be far. very well, This is what is genuinely and... exciting is the ceremonies could be good. And we've already done the years where we did the classic rock people. Led Zeppelin is in. Like we did mm-hmm. all, like, all of the like big, you know – forefathers and they are all men of rock and roll of yeah. like classic rock are already in and now we're going to reach a time where we're getting into the forefathers again when are we gonna gender parity? it'll just never happen uh, um but like uh of hip-hop are now mm-hmm. going to be eligible and like there's going to be just those undeniable ones that are going to get in fye yeah. it's going to be very cool as far as like you're going to get it's going to be if if they continue to like induct and respect hip hop, I think that you're gonna get some really cool like you're just gonna get the obvious induct inductees and like and these people many of them are still alive B I G R I P but like you're gonna get 
some really cool induction ceremonies and some weird ass ones too because they're still going to be doing the trickle yeah. down of those mm-hmm. last classic rock bands. Are there any like classic rock bands that are like Moody Blues style been hanging around for 30 years waiting to get inducted? Moody Blues, it took them 28 years to get inducted. Oh wow. They got inducted last year. So are there any, is there anybody else who's kind of like, we've, we've started to been really on the ballot get rid a lot. Of... We're well, Moody Blues the was never on the ballot. Oh, so they as soon they're an FYN. As soon as they were on well, the ballot, they got first in. First year nominated. That's FYN. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Apologies for our terminology. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, that's what happens with with some of these uh, classic rock bands that hmm. the hall seems to begrudgingly induct because they're not on the ballot for a long time because they're not even being considered. And then eventually they go, okay, the Moody Blues will put you on the ballot. But is there anybody else who's kind of like in that oeuvre that you can think of? A lot of those bands we have, uh, we've inducted at this point. I've brought up Jethro Tull before. I feel like they'll probably... That's what I mean. Like you could have a year that like Outkast and Jethro Tull, like yeah. they're doing like on the same... That's fucking wild. We should make fun. them perform together. Yeah. Right. Well, they used to do cool mashup shit at the end where everybody would pick up yes. an instrument and just like mm-hmm. do the thing. And they thing. still they still do it sometimes. They did uh, not do it this year. They did do it this it, year. This year was this just year, this, the worst. Yeah. Well, uh, what Bon Jovi's going to sing with Joan Baez? Oh, that's oh, no, it was, Those are it too was, many years. It was Bon Jovi, The Cars, the Cars Dire Straits, Straits. Uh, Nina Simone, and uh, Moody Blues. No. Those are Mostly too similar, aside from Nina Simone, anyway. Yeah, right. and, and Nina Simone, there. they had Lauren Hill do her tribute. Ah, uh, um, yeah. and Mary J. Blige inducted her. I think the so of the like classic rock bands that we're probably going to see get in over the next few years as like mm-hmm. trickle down. Yeah, I think the Guess Who, I think Jethro Tull. I think straight up though. Yesterday, July fourth, we had a massive dance party to a, to a guest to these eyes at Joe Quazala's house. Like uh, people ran well, into the on, house wait. to listen and dance to if that. If you song. recall, you and I were not close to where the music was playing, <laughs> yes, and we ran. And like a dog, my ears perked up, and I said, "This is the baseline to these eyes, is it?" And like we, and we were just like, "It could." And then we just slowly walked in. And it I was... love that moment though when you realize the song's playing, you're just kind of like, "It's dancing." Yeah, time. Yep. It was amazing, and we walked in, and everybody was like, "These eyes have seen a lot of love." Like it was very beautiful and legit. I love the song No Sugar. <laughs> no Sugar Tonight. I think that song is really fun, yeah. and I really like it. I, I, I jumped into a, a Guess Who hole recently. Because a Guess I, Hole. Be, well, because I was thinking about <laughs> That's the... That's spelled with a W. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Hole guess as hole. in, yeah, whole wheat. Um, yeah, because I, I was like, I, I could see them getting inducted soon. I was is like, everybody is still alive from the Guess Who? I think so, yeah. So, For like, the most you part. know, there could be a little... American, oh my God! They'd mm-hmm. have fucking Lenny come out and do American Woman with them. Which can we say? I think is a little bit fun. It would I be, be fun. I wouldn't fun. be that mad, but like, oh my gosh! Was were the guests who on American Woman? Or? They, they they sang American Woman. It's yeah. their song because they're American Canadian. Woman oh. by Lenny Kravitz is a, a cover. cover. Okay, yeah. So they're yeah. Well, Demi it, is a young man. If you I'm guys a were child. He is a young little man. Little he has baby. done much, but he is a young man. And it makes no sense that Lenny Kravitz sings it because he is American. Yeah. But the guests who were a Canadian band. So right. they were like, listen up, American. And also the like, the guess who version is way funkier. It's like, 
photo, but like it's all bass and like it's like really yeah, and it does have like a very sixties like hippie like sounds like a genie coming out of a bottle. Very Austin Powers kind of like moment. Is it in Austin Powers? That's why Lenny Kravitz covered it for the second Austin Powers, and that video has Heather Graham on top of a bus. Oh yeah, your boy watched it a lot. Okay. Oh, uh, boy. Do you uh, think uh, the band Ming T from Austin Powers is going to be? In oh, they're already in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they got in immediately. Uh, other, I mean, T Rex is not exactly a classic rock band, but they're. A, but they kick ass. They kick yeah. ass, and they're from the kind of that era. Um, I could see Three Dog Night getting in. Oh my gosh, I would love to see somebody. I would love to see like some sort of you know. Jeremiah was a bullfrog kind of, you know, hip hop. <laughs> Whatever. Remix. <laughs> Remix on there. Um, Warren Zevon, Joe Cocker, Thin Lizzy, Todd I mean, Rundgren, Doobie like Brothers. Jay Z on a Todd Rundgren track. Wait, Doobie Brothers aren't already in? <laughs> no, they're not. I think we, we were talking about this with someone who was on the nominating committee who was implying that it, it could be, it could happen as soon as next year. Oh, because yeah, there's they have a very, some they have Twitter, very powerful manager. Twitter chatter. Yeah. out there about the Doobie Brothers, how their mm-hmm. their manager is Irving, on the non Irving Azoff. Uh, and he's kind of like... Have you seen the Eagles documentary? No. Uh, Irving Azoff plays a like huge part in the Eagles documentary because he is this uh, extremely powerful uh, person in the industry, yeah. and he manages a lot of bands. And it, our friend Roy Traken, who was on the nominating committee and was sitting in that chair, had told us that Irving can kind of push a band into getting inducted. Irving gets it done. It's Irving gets what he wants. They aren't already, I guess. I think I agree with that. I think they have a career that is I worthy of it. I think they just it. have an unfortunate name and it's just really hard <laughs> to get past it. Sure. Uh, but they're a band that had two phases that were both very solid. I'm you know? literally trying to think if I can name a Doobie Brothers song. Oh, man. What a Fool Believes. Oh, that's the Doobie yeah. Brothers? So that was their second phase with Michael McDonald. With Michael McDonald. They yeah. had Michael Mc... Okay. So they have this whole second part of their career that was Michael McDonald as the lead singer. So it's like What a Fool Believes and Taking It to the Streets. Oh my God. Taking It to and the Streets. Minute by Minute. Not a cool song, but boy, <laughs> it slaps. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, it's fun. Taking It to... I mean, it's just a fun one. Is yeah. Steely Dan in? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Steely Dan, were they FYE? They were not, but that's only because <gasps> the shade. I can't. Why? Well, you, well because Dan. they that was so it was so competitive at that time. That's, they, yeah. Now they're just letting anybody in. Right now, I mean, it's it is much the less doors competitive are open. now. Hollow notes have started a tributary to Soul. It's all happening. Oh, wait, are Hollow notes? Hollow notes yeah, are in. That makes sense. Because there there was a time where like Steely Dan is nominated, but you know he's up against James Taylor. And Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Queen, and Aerosmith, and Black Sabbath. So there was a time where it would it, you now when you see the nominee list, you kind of know who's getting inducted. You can kind of tell. Except this last year. Yeah. Well, this last year is crazy. And going back to what we were talking about with the Fyes, and we will talk the yeah. the worst slam dunk Fye last year uh, did not get in so it makes to your point that it could be an exciting few years maybe they will not uh you know maybe jay-z won't get in first year because they have to induct bad company <laughs> who oh was the slam God. dunk fye radiohead i was yeah. gonna say because yeah, yeah, yeah. i know yeah. that this was there yeah um but yeah so that's that's you hope and 
prey, and I expect I mean, it legitimately, will go. Legitimately, like Jay Z better get in over fucking these clean out bands, mm-hmm. like from the sixties and seventies. I, I hope. So. Yeah, I mean, I think of all the people you list, like Jay Z is easily the biggest artist who is like still big today. So even mm-hmm. just him coming to the ceremony would be he, enormous. You, for them. Yeah, yeah, if they could get him. Well, again, though, go. do you think it could be? Do you think he would go? He inducted get Beyonce to do the speech. So he he's been. Flash. So, so he's, he's been like there he's before. been around. He's mm-hmm. not new. I mean, it was, you know, that was like in 2007, but like, I think he would show up. He showed up before to uh, pay respect to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. So I imagine he'd show up. Uh, what did you say? I imagine he'd show up. Oh, yeah. My friend I think Jay. he would. I thought you said, My... I'm mad he didn't show up. I was like, <laughs> he did, though. He came. I'm still mad that he didn't. <laughs> but, mad. you know, it's like we're saying, if, you know, Outcast, it doesn't get inducted next year because they have to put in Boston and Foreigner. And oh my God! <laughs> okay, well I would, and... I would be okay. I think Boston deserves to be. In. Oh wow! Whoa. Interesting. What's I, a Boston, I'm a Boston song? Fan. Oh, you know rock me. and roll band, more peace of mind, feeling. more than a more feeling. More than a feeling. Four, That's yeah. not Journey. <laughs> Four play, long time. Yeah. Smoking. 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 Oh God! It's mostly it. smoking, smoke, <laughs> feel all right. Boo, smoking. You would probably recognize it. The one of the I it's just bodhisattva, but it says smoking. I mean, I instead. know bodhisattva. One of the problems with Boston is their songs sound very similar. Yeah, yeah and but also, it's a good sound. <laughs> it is, and it's one guy. What did you know that? No, it's Boston's not. not really a band. It's one. I mean, it's two guys. It's, it's the singer guy, and then a, another Boston. guy doing everything. Uh, oh, okay. so yeah, there's a guy named Tom Scholes, uh, who is a cent- he is Boston, you know, he was in his basement and he had like, he was like kind of a production wizard and he just made this album and he asked his friend Brad to sing the, the lyrics to be the vocalist. And then I think they put some people's names on the album because when they, packaged it and had to like sell it to a record company people wanted bands yes, they weren't they wanted this bands. before they people want... making all of their own shit in their basement was cool mm-hmm. wow like, yes exactly like, they... what a wizard that's so funny well do you know what put him in the production category or whatever get him over there yeah maybe I don't, I don't know. know. I love Boston. But Boston you also love Boston? I really do. <laughs> I Man, grew up I, traditional I just don't know I I I mean their first more album than a feeling is a cool song. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But what else? Smoking? You didn't sell me. Okay. Foreplay Long Time is yeah, great. Long... What is Foreplay Long Time? It, it sounds it's racist. It's been such a long time. I think, think I should, should be oh, going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good song. Uh, and then. Peace of mind. Yeah. I don't care about it. I don't care about You know what? Those are just songs that like exist to me. Like I know they're classic rock mm-hmm. songs. I yeah. know them, but I 100% could not tell you that they were Boston. Right. Do you well, know they, what I they mean? They have such a, they do have such a sound though. Uh, I'm sure. It sounds like Journey to me. They're right. good Journey. Ooh. As I like to uh, call them the fantastic Journey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Boston also, I mean, the, one of the problems with Boston is they do feel like a classic rock filler band. The way yeah. Bad Company does as yeah. well. Yes. Where like there's about, I mean, that first Boston album though, like you probably know every song, which is crazy, and I wow. mean that literally, because like, every like, single song. It's like six songs, also. Uh, it's yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's, it, I think it's a full album, but what I oh, mean is like the classic rock plays all those songs. Yeah. Uh, but man, I w- I would love to see the Guess Who and Outkast perform together because the Guess Who is kind of funky. 
and Outcast is, you know, pretty funky. Very <laughs> yeah. funky. They're funky. Um, and then, okay, so just to 2022, after, so the year after Foo Fighters okay. and Jay Z, uh, Eminem. Oh, you think Apple? Yeah. Mm. I think so. Yeah. I mean, and then after that, Coldplay. Yeah. In 2023, I think there is, there is Slam Dunk. And I, I don't think anyone in, uh, excuse me, Coldplay would be 2024. And then the next year is the White Stripes. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll the White Stripes. They're kind of another, like, more modern rock band. Would, mm-hmm. Oh, and Jack White, I think, will get um, also inducted no, separately. So. You don't nah, think so? Don't Do you so. think that Jack White will get inducted on his lonesome and the White yeah, Stripes will that's not? That's what I just, yeah. No, yeah. the White Stripes will get in as, because they were the breakthrough. The they White were Stripes, the first. I definitely right. think, will get in, but you don't think Jack Black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack Black. Black I bet Jack Black inducts them. <laughs> yeah, sure. I would not. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think Jack White. I think it's the White Stripes, and that kind of takes care of Jack White as a performer. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then 2026, uh, I don't I don't think anybody, but 2027, well, Alicia Keys. 2026 would be the Strokes. You don't think they'd get in then? I don't know. I don't know that they're a first year. Oh. Right. I mean, it depends on... They're, they're a tough one to evaluate because... Uh, they they burnt out. Yeah, you know. But and that first like, album so important. So important. Yeah, and, they were and they like, influenced so much of what came after. They like them. changed. They like mainstreamed indie rock. It Those was crazy. First three albums were like so critical to me in high school. Yeah, that I'm just kind of like, but why wouldn't they? Yeah, <laughs> like they changed. I mean, they they might. really did though. I and mean, I they think... broke through, and then everybody else flooded in. Yeah. Like all of the other bands, the the like the revival of garage rock happened because of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't think first year though. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, but we might. Who knows where, where we'll be? Joe knows his stuff. I'm gonna uh, trust him on this one. I'm gonna trust him. He does know his stuff. Uh, and then the next year, 2028 is like a, a could be potentially a very good year because you've got be- could be a very good year. All right, thanks everybody. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> good night, uh, Beyonce. Mm. LCD sound system. Oh my lord, Timberlake. Oh my! That's two thousand four. That's uh, or that's no, the twenty twenty eight. But I mean, like that's twenty five. Oh, okay, no, the next year's yeah. And wow. also the wow. the uh, the years of the induction ceremonies are like it's technically twenty six. Oh yeah, it's like the year after. It's like the Oscars. Okay, where right. the year yeah. of the induction ceremony is not the year of the nomination. It's uh, needlessly confusing. Yeah. Yup. That is okay. Wow, Beyonce, Tim. I feel like. By that time, I think it's going to be like LCD. We'll have to wait. No way. I feel like there's so I it, that there's, would bum me out. It would bum me out too. But I just think like if in a year where you want Beyonce and Timberlake to be nominated, and you're and you're, you're now just putting in Kraftwerk or whoever yeah. whoever didn't <laughs> yes. make it, you know, so many years ago. Uh, yeah, and I mean, years where there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, Beyonce is an FYE. I think so. Absolute. No, no doubt about it. She might also be. No doubt. Well, no, no. I think doubt. they're already eligible. Well, what the fuck, y'all? Mm. We're, that is we're busy outrageous. with the cars. You better get no doubt, and you better get the B fucking fifty twos in the goddamn. The B fifty twos are. They are not in the Rock and Roll Hall yeah, of Fame. That's crazy. And I up. am pissed. You is know who Devo? Else isn't? Devo is not, and they should be. Devo is what? not. Great. Pat Benatar Devo. is not. Whoa. Yeah. That's... Listen up. These are crazy. Yeah, these are crazy. And you know They're who's going to get, get in, in all first? Bad Company is going to be in before any of the... Whitney Houston is not in. Janet Jackson is not in. You know who's going to get in before them? Bad Company. It's Wild Company. 
I mean, it's really annoying to me just yeah. because we've now accepted that music has moved away from uh, mm-hmm. that and also sound. no doubt is a fucking rock band. Well, let's uh, talk about that. Is Weezer eligible? They're no, eligible? No, not yet. Yeah. They will be in, in a year or two. Well, let's get um, no doubt in there before. Before Weezer, before please. Before Weezer. Uh, and then 2029, I think, actually is maybe when... I can't tell if Beyonce is 2028 or 2029. Beyonce. But if she is 2029... <laughs> I just love that part. Beyonce, Kanye West, Arcade Fire, and wow. Amy Winehouse are all eligible that year. Holy wow. cannoli. That's a crowded one. Uh, but let's talk about No Doubt for a second because they were eligible for the first time last year. And they didn't get on the ballot? They didn't get on the ballot. The two slots... I mean, the two FYEs that were on the ballot last year who did not get inducted and you'd think might be FYEs, but they it didn't happen. Rage Radio Against Head. the Machine. Oh, and Rage Against the Machine did not get in? Hmm. Uh, you know that because you watched the ceremony. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. But I guess I just thought yeah, so they this were because was... Tom Morello is like so active in the nomcom. Is he on yeah, the nomcom? Yes, he is. Tom Morello is on the nominating committee. But Zach De La Roche is probably like, I don't want to be on Zach, any list. Zach De La Roche is in Los Angeles taking yoga classes and really? saying his full name at the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw him at uh, Fred 62. Yeah. I, and and uh, I was like a week later that I was taking a yoga class and he was renting a mat and they're like, okay, great. Can I get your name? And he said, Zach Delaroche. <laughs> like, like he yeah, like I, made sure that he said his full name. Like you just have to say your first name we, to get yeah, a mat no... at, for $2 at Yaz Yoga and Spin. He wants people to know. He does. Yeah. He was, Zach he uh, to know. inducted Patty Smith. So he, oh. I think he would show up. Hmm. Well, he'd show up then. I also think Tom would be like, dude, this is my shit. Because he's very, he's always there, and he's yeah part of the nominating committee. He's like a, a very big proponent of the hall, and he'd be like, "We're going." So rage, did they were they on the ba- they, were they were on, on the, the ballot. ballot? So rage, rage and, and Radiohead, Radiohead were both on the ballot. Both bands that you would assume would be FYEs would get in immediately, and they were like, "No, we got to give it to the Moody Blues. We got to get yeah," which is very uh, representative of the problems with this. Uh, it feels like they're constantly just catching up. Yeah. Musically. Well, in my opinion, now they're scraping the bottom of the barrel as far as like classic, classic rock is right. concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, hopefully we may be done with with the scraping because there may be nothing left to scrape. But again, we might see Foreigner, Foreigner and, uh, and Bad Company and who knows. I mean, God. I hope we don't get to if a point. If next year it's like Foreigner, Bad Company, Doobie Bros. Like... What it we... might. Oh, I don't. I know. That's... I, can, I quit the podcast. I really don't think I can still <laughs> do it. Out. If a year from now I have to watch another boring ass ceremony, you know, there's gonna. I mean, I don't think it gets. I don't think it gets more boring than what happened this year. It was <laughs> utterly mind numbing. Yeah. Ah, gosh. I know there there could be a really bad year next year, but I'm hoping that the mistakes of of this year are rectified. Because uh, we are talking today about a band that I would have bet a lot of money would have gotten inducted this year. Yeah. Which is yeah. Radiohead. Yeah. They're like... Such a slam dunk. One of the most important bands. Also, they did... And they the reason that Radiohead is so important, too, is because they also melded kind of electronic with still being very rock and roll. Right. Like, they still... Are a, like they are up without a doubt rock and a roll rock band. and roll band. Yes, uh, and they managed to also have some techno, you know, some electronic influences. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they're your favorite band, right, Demi? They are. Uh, it, fe- it feels like they didn't get in because they don't care, though. I think you're. I think that's right because they had a a date booked for when the induction ceremony was scheduled to happen. Mm-hmm. They were in South America, Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. Uh, You've said Brazil I said before. Brazil. I hope yeah. you're right. I mean, nobody's emailed you to tell you you were wrong. So I'm sure. Yeah. Well, let's invite that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, they were in South America, and they were asked. If you're inducted, will you go to the ceremony? They said, nope. They were like, no, thank you. We're going to be going we're... to our show. That's how they talk, right? Hello. Yes. We're ready like, ahead. No, they want to be inducted into the rock and roll corridor of yeah, fame. The, That's what we've decided the, the British version is the rock the and corridor? roll corridor of fame. That makes sense. Yes. And, and like a lot of British groups, they just didn't really seem to care or know yeah. much about the hall. Because it, it is a very American institution. Do they have more like... Um, uh, working class accents. Am I doing too high, too too high British of an accent? Adamo, did I have it? Like, I don't think so. It's it's a little <laughs> between like, somewhere. I can't really do it. Very well, but it's like a no, very quiet sort of uh, talking like this a lot. Yeah, the introspective, right? They're yeah, kind of... it sounds like we're doing the Beatles a little bit. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. looking at the shoes. Okay, don't really. okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to. Uh, I couldn't <laughs> tell you where in England they're from. Yeah. And there was there was a some interview with them, uh, and they all were like, "We don't really know or care. We have a show, or we wouldn't go." And then, what's the name of the bass player? Uh, Colin Greenwood. Okay, it wasn't him. Ed, which one's Ed? Uh, Ed is the tall, slender one that looks like Wait, Chris Martin. Colin Greenwood. Yeah, and there's Johnny. Johnny. Johnny the okay, player. I'm like, but the there's Johnny Greenwood did the score for some for program. Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. movies of the past. Yes. 10 okay, years good. Or so. Okay, I'm like, because that isn't it. Colin. What Greenwood. instrument are they does brothers? Ed? Is it Ed, it's guitarist. Ed, Ed O'Brien? They are. They're yes. brothers. Okay, good. Ed right. O'Brien? Yes. Is him? Yeah. He was the only one who was like, I think it'd be fun. I'd go. <laughs> Wait, the bassist was yeah. like that? No, no, no. The uh, other guitar player. Although Colin Greenwood is also very enthusiastic, so I could believe that if he were invited specifically, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I think I'll stop by. <laughs> the thing is about the hall is like uh, a lot of artists go in thinking like whatever, and then they're very emotional and like it, it affects them yeah uh, and it they're kind of taken by it i feel like all of the members of radiohead like when johnny greenwood was nominated for an oscar this past year they were like are you gonna go are you gonna go he's just kind of like i don't know um, maybe if they really want me to and like then paul thomas anderson was like you have to go and he's like right. okay I'll, I'll get a suit yeah <laughs> well, let's like... get pta to you know mm-hmm. if Vouch, yeah, yeah, vouch him, vouch for, vouch for how cool the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, and well, how fun and exciting the he'd be ceremony. The one to is. Do you know who, where he's from? Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, I mean, originally he, he so he associates with the Valley, but I believe he was born in Cleveland. Ah, because uh, his father uh, was a broadcaster, and in Cleveland, he went by Goulardi. What? And he was like, he was like a late Wait, his night. His dad went by Goulardi. Okay, not he PTA. Was, okay. I was like, yeah, PT no, yeah. I know. I was like, PTG. His uh, <laughs> gross. Yeah, his yeah. dad was like a late night, like uh, like um Sven Gulli. Yes, like in, Sven Gulli in, in Chicago. In Chicago. WGN. Yeah, like uh, playing scary movies and, and he dressed was, up. Honestly, can I say? I just need to know who came first, Spengulli or Goulardi. Because Goulardi... Goulardi, I think, is like 50s, 60s. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, Goulardi, to me, seems like a ripoff of Spengulli. Because I grew up with Spengulli. I think it might might be the other way around. But like my my dad remembers Goulardi from from growing up. 
And it's just like a weirdo late night host who wears makeup and is like, and next up we have yeah. for you a scary movies. Yeah. And it was, it, and that was Paul Thomas Anderson's dad. And wow. I guess they were like pretty funny and it was like him and Tim Conway. And they were like a comedy team and then uh, moved out here to LA. And then Paul Thomas Anderson's dad was then like the voice of uh, maybe CBS or something. In Los Angeles? In Los Angeles. And it'd be hmm. like, the Sunday night movie. And he was like that guy. Oh. Are you uh, sure he wasn't like, the Sunday night movie? I don't, I guess <laughs> I, I don't, wasn't around, so I don't, I don't know. know for sure. I don't sure. know. I'm just saying. It's a possibility. Uh, is Fiona Apple uh, eligible? No. Good question. I don't know. Hmm. I don't think she is. I'm pretty okay. sure. Well, when did, that was 96 title, okay. I think. So right now, so last year, so this 2018 oh was the first Fiona, year of. I've, she 92. wouldn't come. That's the other thing, though. No. She wouldn't give a shit, but boy, should she be in. You don't think I, – I mean, I know there's, like, the, the classic MTV award acceptance speech, but, like, she's – that was a long time ago. You know, a lot yeah. of these, like, rebellious but do you artists – think she cares more now? I don't. I also feel like she would not be first-year nominated no. just because, like – A, she's a woman. Yes. <laughs> B – Tell it like it is. And the, B, she's alienated the awards – community or whatever and see like i feel like in terms of what people consider rock and roll her music is so nebulous that i think it'd just be like oh we'll get to her she's got that piano man she does does. i think she rocks oh she rocks uh so as you may have surmised demi there are no true criteria for inducting an artist into the hall Mm. they do not uh, yeah, speaking of nebulous. Yeah, they. I mean, it would be nice if they said like this. These are the categories that we that we use to determine someone's worthiness for induction. They don't do that. So I have devised uh, a list of criteria. And honestly, shockingly, it has been confirmed by people on the nomcom that these are that kind of more the, or less. the guidelines Ooh, in some way, shape, or form. Close. I want Joe to be on the nomcom. I do. Yes, it feels like you deserve it. I mean, hey, Demi, thank I, you, Kristen. Wow. Well, I, just uh, don't, I don't think we need another white dude. I'm sorry. I'm young, though. I want to be on the nomcom. <laughs> I should be on the nomcom. We should, we should both be on the nomcom. Yeah. We should at least be voting. Yeah, put, put us in the voting body. We made a damn podcast. I know. Yeah. We're really we're doing free publicity for this, for this thing. Yeah. All right, so I have some criteria, and we are going to go through them and evaluate Radiohead's uh, – worthiness sure i mean it's a no one's gonna be it's shocked a point no one's it's gonna a be point, but yes. shocked by this okay so the first category critical acclaim pretty high yeah. maybe the most critically acclaimed modern band yeah i truly Absolutely. can't think of another band that well, oh my Imagine god Dragons. I think, yeah <laughs> well that's what i mean like that's what i'm saying like fucking compare Okay, computer to or the bends like yeah. compare any Radiohead album, even ones that were not as critically acclaimed or popular, to any Imagine Dragons album, and it's like, what are we fucking doing? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let's just stop. Like, l- let's admit that rock and roll music right now is kind of dead, and let's focus on what's good. I you cannot know I mean? think of any band like. Or any other band where it's like every album has some sort of massive, like not always critical acclaim, but it does feel like there's just the cycle of uh, the way people discuss it with Radiohead is constantly just like we are talking about this album for months and talking Mm -hmm. about whether or not it's better than the other ones and just like are constantly trying to figure out uh, like what this album is going to mean for like the future of music. And it feels like 
with other rock bands, I don't think that people care as much. No. Mm-mm. Although I will cop to the, uh, we'll talk about this in longevity though. We'll talk about that in, okay. in a bit. But critical acclaim for sure. Have they? How many Grammys have they won? Did they win some Grammys? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I know say they definitely won one for In Rainbows, but uh, I know. You know they the Grammys. One, the Grammys are so stupid, and they always yeah. give it for the wrong albums anyway. Like I mean, they it's... miss it all the time. It's like they missed the first Arcade Fire album, and so right. like you know what I mean. It's like stuff like that. They I feel like the Grammys give the wrong album. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, that artist. We well, meant to give you Beck, the one before, right? Or, yeah, they or like Beck. It should have been Odelay, obviously, or. Midnight yeah. Vultures. I love Midnight Vultures. <laughs> Midnight Vultures is a personal favorite. All of the music from 1999-2000 was very important to me. That was a very big gear for my musical taste. Mm-hmm. And Midnight Vultures and When the Pawn, the Fiona Apple album, both came out oh, yes. right around then. And I was just like, wow, guys, will it ever get any better? <laughs> uh, Radiohead has six six Grammys. Uh, for what can you tell us yeah, for, for sure for the um, categorias and more? i just want to say that it's like pretty shocking uh that they were able to break through given that the grammys especially in the 90s were were out of it like we said they they're not paying attention and a lot of what they so i saw someone draw an analogy once that i thought was pretty good which was uh the way the the way the grammys like nominates album of the year it's the same. It would be like if the Oscars nominated Transformers for for best yeah, picture. Yeah, like it's popular. It's always what's like the what were the biggest, most popular albums and songs, and that's who's considered. <clears throat> but okay, Computer was nominated for Album of the Year in 1998. And who did it lose to? Ooh, that's that's somebody a great... probably <clears throat> terrible. And I'm 98. Gonna... I'm gonna. But they won for best alternative music album that year. Okay, which is like I mean, fine, sure. Yeah, let's. <laughs> I mean, so, good good enough job, Grammys, I guess. Uh, they gave it to "Time Out of Mind" by Bob Dylan in 1998. You know, <sighs> his most important album ever. Uh, why? Yeah, I mean, Paul McCartney was also up for Album of the Year in 1998 with "Flaming like, Pie." You know, it's very funny <laughs> to me too because, like the, like we all. Sorry, we talk about like the hall being or like like. It's as if Rolling St- like the hall is very influenced by Rolling Stone magazine. The guy who is mm-hmm. the founder of Rolling Stone, Jan Winner, Jan Winner is also like one of the originators of the Hall of Fame, and we yeah and, he created it. And fucking R- Rolling Stone magazine has like this fetishized thing for these classic rock. Like the amount of times that like Jim Morrison is still on the mm-hmm. cover of like in 2018, yeah. Jim Morrison was definitely on the cover of Rolling Stone. I mean, he's on the cover right. of that magazine every year for some damn reason. And I feel like the Grammys do that shit too, where they just it like works. fetishize. Yeah. And I feel I'm like, are <clears throat> Steely they... Dan winning over Eminem in like that's the year two thousand? Is like, are is Rolling Stone oh, running boy. the Grammys too? That's my question. I, I mean, I think the, I think the wrong, I think Rolling Stone's way better than the Grammys. The Grammys uh, now are just kind of like, I mean, it's the thing you said about Transformers, where it's like the albums of the year are always big pop albums. Mm-hmm. It's like Katy, yeah, Katy Perry and. Uh, but I, if I can just say the the year that OK Computer was nominated for a Grammy is the I think the best year of the Grammys in terms of spectacle, because that's Soy Bomb. Oh, <laughs> Soy Bomb was this year. Uh, and if people listening don't know what Soy Bomb is, you should YouTube it because it's one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, Bob Dylan is playing something from Time Out of Mind, and there's like a whole chorus behind him. 
And then suddenly, as Bob Dylan's singing a sleepy little uh, slow song, a man with no shirt and on his chest is written the word soy bomb is gesticulating wildly and dancing for at least 30 seconds. And it's unreal that nobody comes out there and pulls him away. He's standing right next to Bob Dylan, who looks scared uh, shitless. I do wonder if they were just kind of like, is this part of it? That must have been it. They yeah. must have been like, oh, I guess Bob. Bob's up to his old tricks. <laughs> oh, yep. You know how Bob loves a soy bomb, so... Uh, this Grammy uh, ceremony was also Wu-Tang Does It for the Children. Oh, boy. Which you guys, are you familiar with that? No. So uh, Sean Colvin, who did Sunny Came Home. Yeah, I know who that when is. When she won for like Song of the Year or something, uh, it seems as though Old Dirty Bastard thought Sean Combs won. <laughs> thought that Puff Daddy won, <laughs> which is my no, theory. I don't know if that, that's a proven theory, but he runs out as, as Sean Colvin's walking up. Old Dirty Bastard runs out and is like, he's like, shut up, shut up. He's like, all right, here's the thing. Uh, and he just, he starts talking. And one of the things he says is he's like, uh, Puffy's okay, but Wu-Tang is the best. Wu-Tang does it for the children. We do it for the children. Uh, and, and, and again, nobody stops him either. He talks for a while. Oh Security was lax <laughs> no, this year. Yeah, yeah, this is a pre-9-11 world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. There you have it. Well, mm-hmm. there you have it. Would never happen in 2002. Uh, I believe... Uh, there's a moment where uh, Julio Iglesias has to pronounce the word Jamiroquai, <laughs> which is pretty good. <laughs> it's it's an it's an incredible ceremony, and you know who hosted? You know who hosted the Grammys this year? Jamie Kennedy. Chris Rock. Our man Fraser Crane himself. Oh, Kel- Kelsey Grammer. Why? Toss out and scrambled and eggs. How? What? Yeah, it is. I, w- I want to get my hands on the full ceremony because I really want to watch that. <laughs> that is really funny and stupid. Yeah. I like that. Okay. All right. Oh, I do love trying. And in- an English as a second language person trying to pronounce Jameer Kwai, just reading that word. Beautiful. That's a. Is Nine Inch Nails in? They're not. They've been nominated a few times. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, they, they do you feel it. like Kraftwerk has to get in first to like open Maybe. the industrial tributary? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, if you care about uh, order. You know, I mean, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. That's what we've learned from yeah, the nomcom people. Make a ton of sense. Uh, so anyway, critical claim like crazy. Chaka and- Khan's still not in, and it's like holding up Whitney. Sorry, I'm not happy about uh, it and to your point that like the rolling stone loves radiohead though and like radiohead's yeah. been on the cover a oh, yeah. bunch yes uh and then let's talk about the next category classic albums nearly Blood every yes. nearly every release is considered to be a classic they have album. fewer non-classic albums <laughs> yes truly i i mean the i would not say pablo honey is that's their first one yeah. from the ben's okay computer I mean, the ben's Kid a, okay computer amnesia uh, Hail to in the Rainbows, Thief, yeah. I loved. I think Hail to the Thief is fantastic. I love Hail to the Thief. Uh, in Rainbows is my favorite album of all time. I don't know yeah. that I ever really sat down with it. I, the way I got into Radiohead was a friend of mine in college loved Radiohead, and I was like, we bonded over the strokes. So I was like, I guess I'll listen to Radiohead. And I spent two days on each album. And then by the time I got to OK Computer, I was like, wow, this band is very good. And then by the time I got to In Rainbows, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so, <laughs> also, I really appreciate your ordered approach to listening w- to this band's dis- discography. I was like, oh, "This is so much music, I can't just put it all on shuffle." And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna do uh, some sort of approach to it." And then I remember getting to Kid A and just being like mad because I didn't get it at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
And I still uh, am kind of like, it's good, but it's not for me. Kid so, A was really important. I was in college when Kid A came out, I want to say. Oh, yeah, I was just about to go to college. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Kid A, and I, I wasn't that into it. And then when I got there, everybody was like, do you like this band? Do you like Kid do A? Do you smoke weed? And I was <laughs> like, all right. Uh, and going, to, going back to Rolling Stone... They, ha- they released a list of the 500 greatest albums of yes. all time. A Kid A is at number 67 out of 500. The Benz is at 111. Uh, OK Computer, 162. Amnesiac, 320. In Rainbows, 336. So that's a lot of albums yeah. to have on the list. Especially after, there you go. And the right King there. of Limbs uh, is in this room. And they've only made like eight or nine the albums. Album so yeah. for them Limbs, to not have like the person, not, the, King not the, King. Of, the King of Limbs has arrived. Yeah. Hello, look yeah. at my arms. Left, actually. Oh yes, hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they're more classic albums than not classic albums. Yes. Wait, now can I ask as someone who kind of fell off after, I listened to In Rainbows maybe a few times but never really got super into it and then since then I have not listened to any new Radiohead ooh you gotta listen to a Moonshape Pool I think it's phenomenal Moonshape Pool is cool is... Yeah. King of Limbs is not it's it's eight songs so it's kind of like passable and how not bad it is but I think it's maybe my second least favorite gotcha yeah uh, so classic albums also, better... the video for No Surprises is my favorite music video of all Ooh. time. The water the filling up in Yeah, his... the water fills up. What'd you say? Does the hall know this? It, well, we should <laughs> tell, tell them. them. Let's let it be known, because I know music videos really matter to them. Yeah. I got uh, some great music videos. Oh, they some really classics. do. There's some classics. But No Surprises to me is one of the mo- It's just is genius, and the timing... Uh, also, No Surprises is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the timing of when the water drains out is like so perfect and beautiful and that moment in the video is very gorgeous to me it means a lot and i mm. remember the first time i saw that video being like <gasps> like my my breath was taken away yeah <laughs> it's a great video give it a watch guys uh i don't think there are beyond like bands like the beatles like from that list i i pulled not many other artists have that many albums on that list, you know. Yeah. Uh, especially a ba- of bands that started, <clears throat> excuse me, in the '90s. Like, yeah, no one, e- no one even comes close. Yeah. Uh, next category is iconic songs. Uh, oh boy. So many. Okay, but, but like, what do you think is like the most iconic Radiohead song? The most iconic Radiohead Creed. song Creed. is Creep. Oh yeah. But then it Karma is. Police. And then yeah, probably Karma Police in the two slot, and then. Fake uh, plastic trees. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, paranoid android. Paranoid oh, paranoid. Android. Yeah, paranoid android's probably boom, boom, three. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, and then in terms of going from high and iconic, dry might be up there too. That might, I might put that in the next like category of recognizable. Recognizable. Yeah. So I, that might be the. I mean, you might put Idiotech as an iconic song as well. Oh yeah. Um, I was thinking what off Kid A I think it's either that everything or how in to its right place. Oh. That's yeah. um, um I just am, I'm looking at the um I'm looking at yeah. the Spotify chart. That's why I was able to just pull that one out. I was like, Oh, I thought you were a fan. You didn't think of everything in uh, but I... <laughs> Okay, well, okay, I guess so. Demi you didn't uh, spend enough days on Kid A. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But then when we when we go to like recognizable songs, you know, and I think it's optimistic. also optimistic. Oh yeah, that one got radio play. A... The other problem is that radio 
is not playing rock music anymore. Like sure. I, I, I also that I don't listen to rock radio. Okay. Yeah, might be the actual problem, but like I feel like because rock radio is so dated most of the time, or it's playing shit like Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't care. I'm not gonna listen to this. And so I miss if like Radiohead had a radio single, I yeah. would not mm-hmm. hear it because they're not playing it on, you know, Power One O Six. Lift off. Uh, or real 92.3 or KDA. And I think it's a testament, though, that, you know, they they got some radio play and. But they do play them on KCRW, which I listen to. So, yeah. mm-hmm. like, I would find out from, like, a morning becomes eclectic. Uh, yeah. But the the fact that there are recognizable songs that they have, despite, you know, not being played to the extent that Imagine Dragons is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that rock is just not played. Or as like much. even, you know, I'm sure they were less radio friendly than like the Foo Fighters and stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they yeah, like they're came more out challenging. At this time they, they were not they're not like they don't make a ton of singles. And it also does feel like their albums are more uh famous than their single yep. songs. Agree. Uh but they still have, you know, one of one of the most played radio songs, which is Creep. Yeah. Creep. You yeah. can't escape Creep. Uh yeah, so They've you tried. can't escape like a friggin' acoustic cover of it at some party anytime, mm-hmm. anywhere. <laughs> creep is the song. Any karaoke night, you're gonna get a creep. You're gonna like. I yeah. I sometimes go to you rustic on Tuesdays to do karaoke, and there's always someone singing Creep. And then it's very funny because on occasion someone will be singing Paranoid Android, and I'm just kind of like, "What is your deal? <laughs> I yeah, you're gonna pick this. a six minute song at karaoke yeah. with like multiple instrumental breaks. Makes you look pretty. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a long don't guitar know, solo. Yeah. <laughs> It's like if, a long one. It's like if someone chose Bohemian Rhapsody, but a less popular Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. With just like a lot of noise. Like yeah. Like not a lot yeah. of lyrics. Uh, not a lot. Weird. Uh, also, not like a fun song to sing. No. Except for the part. Except for the, you know, the, you know, little piggies part. Like that one's, <laughs> that part's fun to like get angry if you're mad. Yeah. yeah. But if you're yeah, mad, just sing. Yeah, just sing Alanis if you're mad. Alanis. She'll get in, right? I don't know. She'll get in late. Come on. I don't know. I mean, like, probably eventually. But Come I, on! I, another one where it's like. Kind of burn out. Like, it's all on that first album. No, but she also had other songs afterwards. And yes, they were not as good, but it doesn't matter. Jag Little Pill yeah, deserves... Is, it's, it's like, it, that's enough. It's a point on the map, yeah. for sure. That's enough. Yeah. I, what what more do you need? You don't need more. Oh, a few more albums like Jag Little Crow? Pill. <laughs> is Cheryl Crow in the no, Rock and Roll not. Hall of Fame? She will get in the Rock Probably. and Roll Hall of Fame. Probably. Shania. Cheryl Crow better get in the G-Dang yeah, Rock and Roll she Hall will. of Fame. I bet she will. She better. You hear me? Um, I, yeah, I, and this is Boy, yeah. blood will be angry. on your hands, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> if she's not in, blood will the, be on the, your blood, hands. The blood is exactly. on my hands. God, wait, Man. what? I just that makes me annoyed because she also, you know, she plays rock music. Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl, 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 Cheryl. Uh, That's what Cheryl Crow sounds like. Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow, yeah, Cheryl. I think I think she will be probably. Uh, we'll see. Nobody's going to fight for Cheryl Crow. Nobody There's knows. nobody on the nomcom who's like, you don't you know, know that. Questlove to... will fight for Cheryl he, Crow. I, I wish he would. I just want somebody to. I think that's why they need more women on the nomcom is because you need people mm-hmm. who like are going to go in there and be like, here's why she's important. Here's what's important about her. Mm-hmm. And also she flew me here. Did you yeah. hear the uh, new Cheryl Crow song with St. Vincent? No, but I love St. Vincent. She'll she, get in. She'll get in. She's 
as she's far kind as of the closest we could we have she's like kind of, she's rock and roll i was she gonna is. say i think she's the closest thing we have to like a modern rock star yeah yeah it's with, with and a, she's like barely known to most people. My yeah. mother, one hundred percent. She performed Lithium at the Nirvana induction. Oh right. Well, and who were they talking about? What were they saying that? Uh, man, um, who, one of our guests was saying that she should have done the induction for somebody, and I can't remember who it was. Or oh, that she should do the Pat Benatar. Oh, <laughs> that would be great. That's interesting. Like, uh, or, with no, Vincent, I can't remember it's who like, it was. It's maybe Liz Fair. Maybe no, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Greg who uh, Greg Barrett who was yeah. saying that St. Vincent should have inducted someone who was like a big. It was a male guitar band, and they were like St. Vincent on the guitar should have come oh, up and yeah. done it. Like blah blah blah. I don't remember um, what it was. Someone write to us if you remember. Thank you. Was Thank it you. Big Black? I know she's a big Steve Albini fan. Yeah, I cannot I remember. Or maybe that she should have done the Tom Petty tribute or something. Yes, that's know. what it was, uh, that she should have done the Tom Petty tribute. That's yeah, what it was. That would cool. Instead of the killers. It would have been cool if she had come out and just, you know, like, kicked ass. I would have loved to hear her sing American Girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Be so much more interesting than yep. the killers singing She would have done something yeah. Yeah. Uh, fun with it. Yeah. Uh, too early to tell with St. Vincent in oh, yeah. terms of rock sure. Oh, yeah. That's why we wait 25 years. <laughs> Uh, commercial. Boy, we're always playing the long game here at the next, Rock Hall. Next category, commercial success. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Big time. Well, because they came out when people still bought albums. Mm-hmm. And then they were able to hold on to that fan base. Yeah. What was the album that they did? Was it In Rainbows? Was yeah. the one where, where it was, it was released, like released you and you pay what you want? Yeah. yeah. And they made more money than they would have if... Fools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that Pablo Honey went platinum... Uh, the Benz went platinum. OK Computer went uh, crazy platinum. Uh, yeah, it's you. You go through their albums, and it, you're it's platinum, platinum, gold, platinum uh, across. They chose a good job. Countries. <laughs> 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 they did a they did a good job uh, in terms of yeah. OK Computer was two times platinum. Kid A is platinum. Yeah, they. What about their success. most recent stuff? What's how are those selling? A moon shaped pool is gold across a lot of different. Uh, I don't know what at this point. I don't know what these uh, acronyms mean. BPI, ARIA, FIMI, MC, SNAP. Oh no clue. Yep. Uh, but gold. I'm seeing gold, That's baby. <laughs> yeah. So they're. I mean, they're still. They're still selling, a lot of stuff and making a lot of money. Uh, which you know, for a a critical darling, is not always the case. That's uh, true. So they've they've got both. Longevity. What I mean, what other band, when they're when it comes around to them being eligible, are they still, still on super tour. relevant? And they cannot make it because they're yeah. still on tour. Because they're yeah selling out and sales. not not yeah not a sad tour. Yeah, you know? they're on like a Brazilian selling out the mountainside tour. With the big Jesus statue above them, or the yeah. Virgin Mary statue above them on the mountain. How many other bands, like the year that they're inducted, still headline festivals? Well, that's as soon as I said that, I was like, well, no, many of them, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> their name alone. But like, what sad festivals? Though? I mean, or but like, you, if you, you know. let's let's compare Radiohead to Pearl Jam. Sure. For a hemplo. So Pearl Jam got in twenty seven. Was it uh, eligible and got in twenty seventeen? They were FYE. Yeah. And Radiohead was eligible. Didn't get in 2018. Mm. No question, Radiohead is a more relevant band right now than Pearl Jam, who most would consider a 90s band. Yeah. A band that has put out decent work uh, beyond the 90s, but not a band that anyone is thinking of as still 
vital the way Radiohead is. Yeah. Sure. Oh my God. If Radiohead played the induction, I mean, I t- I have told the story before about how. I was at a festival in 2003, the summer of or the summer of 2003. That was suppo- the headliners were the Beastie Boys, Beck, and Radiohead. Oh my god! And it was supposed to be a two night camping festival. It got moved to one day festival in Giant Stadium in New Jersey. We drove across the country, went to it, and the Beastie Boys played, and they fucking sucked. And they're my one of my favorite bands, and mm. I was really p- disappointed. They were doing a very bad job. And then I also love and like they were just in between albums and they were just like screwing up. They didn't know their words. It was very sad. And then the whole stage, it takes forever for the stage to set up for Beck. I love Beck. I'm like so hyped for this. Midnight Vultures was the last album that had come out and he's going to play all my jams. So ready for it. And he slipped on his way to coming out. What? Did I never tell this no, story on I the podcast? No, I don't know this story. Oh my oh gosh. My so God. I've just seen the the Beastie Boys Fuck suck around. and I'm yeah. so sad and they keep apologizing to the audience being like, sorry man, we just want to make it a good show for you. And I'm like, Ad-Rock, I love you but I don't believe you. And then I'm like, but Beck's going to come through and it had been raining and he slipped and twisted his ankle on his way out to the stage. He never even made it to the stage. Oh the my stage God. was all set up for him and it had taken forever to get the stage set up for him. And I was like, oh no. God damn it. And they were like, we're sorry. We just had to take Beck to the hospital. He twisted his ankle backstage. And so then they had to take down Beck's set and put up Radiohead's set. And I was like, come the fuck on. It's going to take forever. And then Radiohead, this is Tale to the Thief, had just come out. Mm. I had bought it. I think I, I don't even think it was out yet. It was about to come out. And Radiohead came out after their set changed. And they played for two and a half hours. Fuck at the yeah, end of a boys. festival and it was transcendent i was like a little high but i was definitely like this is they're the greatest this is the greatest concert ever also it had been raining all day and it stopped raining and it was just so the evening it was like the quiet evening in this giant stadium giant giants stadium <laughs> and radiohead played for two and a half hours Emerged. and they just it was un believable and it was like the the albums that they had out at that point it was just like every song was just like incredible i was Mm -hmm. so it was it's one of my favorite concerts that's incredible oh my god i i was like nothing because also the disappointment of like two double disappointments of like two of the three headliners utter disappointments two of the three headliners who i love i would have said at that point i liked Back and the Beastie Boys more than Radiohead, if you'd mm-hmm. asked me at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was a convert, baby. <laughs> I left that show being like, Radiohead, you the best. They made Beck slip on purpose. They were like, we're <laughs> yeah. gonna turn some things like, tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, quickly, the uh, they were in Argentina. Oh. Uh, uh, and also, I, I don't know if I've ever explicitly said my theory did you say visiting tupac yeah. do you think yeah. tupac's down there <laughs> tupac no i and, don't but visiting <laughs> tupac and hitler uh hanging out my theory just because i don't see how radiohead doesn't get the votes to get inducted my theory is they did get the votes to get inducted and behind the scenes knowing radiohead couldn't show up for, wouldn't show up for the performance and the hall thinking we need a Radiohead performance at the induction ceremony. Yeah. Made some kind of deal where they said, listen, we're going to defer your induction to next year. 
Let's make sure you guys have that date open. Let's hold the date or we'll plan around you. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get you in. We cannot afford to induct Radiohead and not have you guys show up. Oh, yeah. It would be embarrassing, but not as embarrassing as this year's ceremony was where when... it was a very shitty ceremony. I was very, very picked a very bad time to start caring about this stupid institution. <laughs> yeah. But my guess is a deal a deal was made. When I learned that Radiohead was like eligible this year, I got very excited. And then I was like, can you go see their performances live? And I was like, very, I was just so excited and thinking like wow i'm gonna go see radiohead live you're connecting with the was... youth rock and roll hall of fame yes you're connecting with the youth the teens. And you blew it you really well i mean up. unless Demi is 14 years old <laughs> i'm turning 15 next year <laughs> gonna... i'm gonna have my learner's permit let me drive there <laughs> no. uh but i mean i think yeah i think they were like we can't we need we need radiohead here we i hope can't. that it is the case that they me too go next year watch next year it's the same thing <laughs> i oh my god if they sorry, don't we're in get in next again. year they're like yeah we have, we're doing a tour I don't we're know. always in argentina at this time we told yeah. you oh, it's on. april what are we supposed to do yeah. not be in argentina <laughs> uh okay next... Tony's having a birthday party oh, that day <laughs> we can't we really can't we're on a holiday um longevity yeah they they continue their career is far from over they're yeah. still vital and important 25 years in uh influence innovation uh, can i ask a real quick question yeah. about radiohead are they named after the talking head song mm-hmm. they, are. they are yeah they, that's another that's cool point in there that's another are talking point heads in, in the yeah they oh, were in immediately and cool. they reunited to do the to perform, to perform. i love the talking heads there too they're like my fave my real fave. They're the best. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, and they they reunited, to, and that's the only time they reunited was for the hall. Ugh, Pretty gosh, cool. what a, wow. what, a, what a cool institution. Uh, influence. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. So, I think Radiohead's exceptionally influential uh, and innovative. We talk about how the, from album to album, they're they're pushing. Uh, kind of the boundaries of who they are as a band yeah. and and doing new things and you listen to pablo honey even versus kid a and you're like this is, is whoa it is yeah they are changing they're evolving but they're still their same type of music yeah it mm-hmm. feels like every album they like get tired of their own sound and try to reinvent it but they still manage to like it like you can listen to two different Radiohead albums back to back and be like, these are clearly the same people, but how crazy is it the things that they've changed up? Yeah, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I, I think they're extremely influential. You could even uh, did I say influential? You did. I apologize. Uh, of the bands that came out of the '90s, maybe only Nirvana is more influential, and maybe even Radiohead's more influential. I don't know. It just feels like. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It depends on what you're looking at to mean influence because I think Radiohead is more influential than Nirvana in that the type of music that is being made now sounds a lot more like Radiohead Mm -hmm. than it does like Nirvana. Like it sounds like it's electronic pop music. Mm -hmm. Like that is what's being made. And like it with tinges of rock in it. And that is a much more direct line from Radiohead than from Nirvana. They they both ushered in new genres and like new kind of movements in music. Uh, But the Radiohead part of that has just lasted. I feel like it's kind of like Michael Jackson versus someone like the Sugar Hill Gang, where it's like Nirvana and Sugar Hill Gang. It's like these people essentially 
boosted genres to the point that it was like before these bands they were not recognizable but it's like the longevity of these other people like michael jackson and radiohead it's like well that's undeniable mm-hmm. as in terms of what's more and like and like what's the sound like like they changed they like the, the type of the sound the type of sound that those artists had the michael jackson radiohead it was more it had more longevity and it was just like yeah like rap and grunge like the breakthrough of it was like wow that's important yeah. but it's not it didn't like stick around i mean mm-hmm. rap stuck around but not the hip hop kind of right it you evolved. know like eh. yeah it's going not, to my not... mom's house getting the slice yeah uh, excuse oh you heard me. that's it's the new song chicken. from uh, last night yeah <laughs> yeah uh it's uh, i i do love rapper's delight though it's a great me song too. but it, i feel like that i also feel like that's the kind of rap when people are like doing joking about rap they're like my name's Kristen, and i'm, I'm here, here to, to say, say. Yeah. <laughs> you know like that's in a major like, way yeah exactly that's always the like thing that they go to because mm-hmm. people can't do modern rap as a joke nope because it's, it's difficult, difficult. <laughs> uh, intricate and uh all right last last category does my mom know who radiohead are yes big time my they're, mom definitely they're i mean they're a, they're a huge band yeah and how uh Often do we get like the most critically acclaimed band is also, you know, maybe the biggest band. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Yeah. All right. Also, can I say too, Radiohead is like not divisive. Most of the time when a band is as big as Radiohead, like Coldplay, for example, is divisive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we see that as almost a uh, result of Of their popularity. When anything gets huge, then it, you're right. It, it draws a line in the sand, and then suddenly it's like, I don't know. You very like Coldplay. It's like, well, and you hate like, them because well, they're Clocks popular. Rules, you know what I <laughs> it mean? Does, Clocks, yeah. is Clocks a, does rule. Is a kick-ass song, but like legit, I will not, I will very rarely cop to liking Coldplay. Sure, but Radiohead is like they did it. They have it both ways. They managed to stay cool while still being huge. I do yeah. think Radiohead is only divisive in the type of fans it draws out, and like how a lot of people are just kind of like, if you say you mm-hmm. really like Radiohead, like to a lot of people, they want it's you like, to prove it. Or, well, or there's an eye roll. There's an eye roll, but it's also just very much like they want you to prove it and they very much are kind of like oh i know what that kind of person is cool i like radiohead like, yeah all right dude but i feel like more so in the early 2000s because like that was when people were like because it was harder to get into them yeah you know what i mean i think radiohead isn't like an immediately accessible band you have to work to to like them you know mm-hmm. you have to be and you have to invest two days per album you gotta do it heard. to to really understand what they're trying to say all right let's do our verdict <laughs> should they be inducted and when will they be inducted okay we'll start with Kristen. i think of course they should be inducted i think they will be inducted and i think they will be inducted next year i freaking hope so baby okay demi i think they should be inducted and i think they will be inducted I hope next year, but part of me is also just like something's going to happen and they won't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. Obviously, they should. They definitely will. It was crazy that they did not get inducted this year, and I think it's going to happen next year. I don't think they can go more than two years having them on the ballot, not getting in before like it's a. Well, what if they crisis. don't put them on the ballot this year? They you will. know. I mean, like that. What would... if they know that they're not going to show up, so they're just like, "Let's not even put them on the ballot, guys." And then everybody holds hands, they bite a hoagie, and that's how the pact is made that they don't nominate them. When you, when I you, I, yeah, I, that just would be so insane. 
I mean, truly. I will right? say, though, if it was the kind of thing where it's like after two years, Radiohead's still just kind of like, no, we're not going to do it. They'd probably just be like, well, fine. We're not putting you on the ballot anymore. We've got other people to get to. Yeah. Or six they'll spots. posthumously induct them. Or not posthumously. posthumously. Like, not posthumously don't. induct them. They'll, they'll like induct them, you know, like the, the way that Mormons, the... you know, like baptize you in absentia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they will. If, if it comes down to it, they'll induct them. They'll have Coldplay come to do a tribute to, the, to Radiohead. Yeah. Ooh, which... It'll be like with this. What was it? Um, the Sex Pistols. It'll be mm-hmm. like the Sex Pistols. Yeah, they Sex didn't Pistols show up for their induction. They, and they read a letter. Like they had someone read a letter. The Johnny Rotten wrote yeah. call, calling the whole a pistain. We're not coming to your rock and roll hall. Tom York lane. would never write a letter like that. No. no. He wouldn't care yeah, to. That, yeah, because yeah, he would cl- not clearly even bother. It's, try, it's trying too hard. Yeah. He'd write a tweet just be like, no. And people would be like, sure, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right, cool. See All you right. in Argentina. But Coldplay <laughs> doing like a tribute to Radiohead would be the biggest fuck you. When, when, so while funny. Radiohead is still alive and around to do yes. like a tribute to them, it would be amazing. With a band that is often decried as being like Dug radio. Radiohead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who inducts them? Who gives the speech? Coldplay. At Chris, uh, uh, whatever. Chris Martin. Chris Martin. No. Um, I'm kidding. Paul I'm Thomas kidding. Anderson, I could I, believe. Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. interesting. I could also, I mean, just thinking about the hall and like who they would pick, like Flea. Oh, no. Flea is good friends with Tom York. I know. That's why I thought oh, of Oh, really? Yeah. They're he, in Adam's Repeat. Yeah. Uh, that band. It's oh, yeah. Tom York and Flea. Name. So I could uh, see Flea. The thing is, it feels like. Everyone respects and likes Radiohead, so it's like, like if you told me Sting was a big fan of Radiohead, I'd be like, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. you know. But I also am just kind of like, what celebrities immediately do I think of as linked with Radiohead? And I feel like I can't think of like Aaron Paul, <laughs> but he's oh not gonna. Well, it tends to be someone from the music world. Yeah, you know. And it, but the, with Radiohead, it could be someone that influenced them, some a contemporary or someone that they influenced. Paul McCartney. Uh, does he? Is there any connection there? Nope. Just uh, I mean, they're British. Because I can see Paul McCartney. Big bands. Uh, big, big bands. Yes. Important bands. David British. Byrne. You know who's? Oh a my big... God! If David Byrne inducted them, do you think he would? He might. Oh, that'd be cool. Radiohead. That would be. I mean, yeah, that would be I interesting. I would love it so much. That'd be fantastic. I could see him doing it. Uh, or coming out and doing a song with them. Oh, I mean, that's. What I think it? that's the that, way to hook. That's what I think. That's the way to hook Radiohead. Is have uh, cool people at the ceremony. Yeah, yeah. and Patty be- Smith might even because she performed with uh, Tom York at some uh, thing for environment, the saving it, <laughs> the <laughs> environment like, colon like saving it. it. <laughs> uh, environment yeah. good. Uh, you know who also is a huge fan of Radiohead and wrote their entry when Rolling Stone did like the 100 Greatest Artists or whatever. Radiohead was on there, and the person who wrote. The the uh, entry for them was Dave Matthews. Oh my what? god! What he like loves Radiohead. Do you think that the Dave sense. Matthews band will get into the hall? I don't. I don't think their music has aged well. You know, I was thinking about this. Jack FM, the the kind of eighties, nineties, and today yes. playlist station in L.A. Yes, and all the the country over. Yeah, I mean, there it's called Bob somewhere. Oh, it's really? Called, it's like, still Frank. called Jack in Chicago. Yeah, the one mm. in Pittsburgh is called Bob, and across the country, there, there's <laughs> they like them a regional name mm-hmm. that's really funny. But it's Jack in Chicago, and it's Jack in LA. I bet there's market research that dictates what they should name yeah. the playlist. Well, you know what they're station. not naming them? Lisa, Joan, Carrie, 
Heather. That we know of. Well, Jack could be a female name. I wish. <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> I'm always here for the... I'm, I'm here against the patriarchy in every way. Someone's got to be. Yep. So, Jack FM... I, you mean le- like Lisa FM? Ba- the Joan, playlist station. Imagine a world. I'm just saying. Okay, just sure. I love. I'm really Jill FM. I'm Jill disappearing. FM, for example. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Jack uh, FM is a station that just by looking at what it is should play Dave Matthews Band, right? Don't they play like ants marching? Not really. Do they play tripping it's, bellies? It, it's <laughs> it is. Uh, so strange okay, guys, to me that... I went that to college in the early 2000s. What? I've been to a Dave Matthews band concert. I didn't what? hear Crash Into Me until Lady Bird, so I uh, am not well, Dave Matthews band. I dated and, a, and that's what's weird, a fish head. Is like you, would think, <laughs> so. you would think Dave Matthews band would be... I mean, they're like pretty easy to listen to. Why are they not still played on the radio? What happened? I don't think time has been good to them. I mean, Demi didn't hear Crash Into Me until Lady Bird. Yeah. Well, that's just me, I think. Uh, but I bet there's a lot of a lot of people who I just feel like they had their, their moment and they didn't stick around. The way don't other... they still sell out concerts though, like Pearl Jam style? They are the kind of band where, like Fish, they have a big following and like people follow them on tour. But I I do wonder if that'll be helpful to them when it comes for their time. Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like time has uh, for, forgotten Dave Matthews in a in a way that I, you couldn't really predict, but it kind of happened. I also just I always think about how crazy it is that it's just called Dave Matthews Band, like mm-hmm. and not just a name that encapsulates all of them. You're right. Yeah. But I mean, he's like the main dude. Sure. No way. Yeah. Dave. Yeah. You talking Dave? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, baby. I'm just saying. But that's like the Dave and Matthews the Heartbreakers. Band. Yeah, it's it's not, just... The only other thing, I, the Steve Miller Band. Oh yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but the thing is, that's not even really a is band. Is the Steve Miller Band in? Steve Miller is in. Whoa. Uh, but not the band because. It was never really a band. Those people changed all the time. Not... Plus, all the Steve Miller songs are probably the big ones. Like he was always credited as Steve Miller band. Oh, really? But the thing, like again, I was saying that it was never a consistent band. Okay. Uh, all right. Who? Oh, what songs do they play? Well, who, who in radio? It's, in... Radiohead did not change in terms of their shakeups of lineup. their lineup. Uh, they've added a member. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, Clive. Yeah, I don't think Clive's Clive getting in. Do. He's a no, live performer. Yeah. But yeah, the Tom York, the Greenwood Boys, Ed O'Brien, and Phil Selway. Clive alive. Yeah. And Great, it, put been, them all in. Been from the beginning to the end, right? Yep. The, uh, Since on a Friday. Hasn't changed. That's pretty incredible. And then what? Okay, so let's say a deal has been struck. Radiohead's inducted. They're performing yeah. at the induction. Ooh, what okay, three great. songs? I'm there. What three songs do they play? Three. Usually it's three. Um, do you think they'd let them play five? Like. Bon Jovi. Yeah, they might. How many songs did Bon Jovi get to play? Four. They five. Four. Most because Dire Straits wasn't there. They got to play a there. new song too. What? It's, it was messed up. Who wants mm. to hear Bon Jovi? Okay, do no a new one. song. No, it's uh, really... Okay, so do one in Dead or Alive. Blur would get in. No. Oh, um, so <laughs> <laughs> is Oasis in? No, they're not eligible. Ah. Uh, so the thing is with Radiohead is like the songs you that they should play for the songs they would play because I don't think you know. Radiohead doesn't love playing Creed. They would probably no, want to do They their, just started playing it again. They would probably want to do a two and a half hour set right. of their new stuff. I mean, if it if it were a different band, I would say, yeah, they would play they'd play Creep, they'd play Karma Par- Police. Par- Karma Police and Paranoid Android, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or fake plastic trees. Uh also I think they would maybe want to uh not have more than one from an album. No, yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. So maybe Creep. Uh, Karma Police, and then 
Burn the Witch. I mean, like I, I was gonna, th- I was saying, I think they might play Burn the Witch. Just what because is Burn the Witch from the Moonlight it's one? From a Moon Shaped Pool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and is, uh, is it from the Moonlight soundtrack? It is yeah. from the okay, Moonlight great. soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe Idiotech. Uh, but I feel like Radiohead would want to play a newer song, I or just... like Body Snatchers, or something from In Rainbows. Oh, I've heard Body Snatchers. That's a good song. I think I feel like they'd want to play the songs where it's like, what are our rockiest songs? Mm-hmm. So they might do Body Snatchers, and then like, or they would just put a computer up on stage to play three of their tracks <laughs> and be like, just have some it. tea around it. Yeah, have some tea. Around <laughs> it. Uh, but you know, they're they're a, a band that often defies expectation. So I feel like they would. You know, they could yeah, throw a pyramid song. I mean, they could do. They could just <laughs> blow the house down, though. It would be so cool if they got inducted because it would mean that this mattered and was exciting and fun mm-hmm. yeah. and the interesting at be, all. Would be great. We'll we're all gonna be there next year. We'll, we'll all be there. Absolutely. We're making a pact right now. Everybody bite this hoagie. Great. That's how it happens. There you go. That's how you make a pact. Ooh, salami. Mm. Mm. Mine was tofurkey. Interesting. That was just bread. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's. And it was the heel. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Uh, well, I think that's going to be great when we all go next year. It's going to be so uh, fun. Wait, is Barclays it going to be in, in New York yeah, next it'll year? Be in Brooklyn. Okay, legit. Then we should go next. I year. legitimately am like already. I've been thinking all summer of just like they're playing Madison Square Garden next weekend, and I'm just like, well, I'm not working. I could go to New York <laughs> and go see them for a fifth time. Ooh, a fifth time. Yeah. I've only seen them that one time, and it was like so beautiful and magical. Yeah. It would take something like the hall, <laughs> the hall, the corridor. The hall, the I corridor. think I think we're going next year, regardless of. We who's have to inducted. go. Just watch them induct some really shitty bands. And you're just like, God damn it! I guess we're here for this. Yeah, we'll have you, we'll have to. I'm come glad up. it's going to be in New York though, because then we can do shows yeah, and we have, have friends there. Yeah. I'm glad it's not going to be in Cleveland because my sister won't even be in Cleveland anymore. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, though, I am going to Cleveland at the end of September. I'll be there for a weekend knocking doors for Betsy Rader. Ooh, uh, nice. Yeah. Stop by the hall. Yeah, And I'm going to definitely have to go to the hall. Maybe I'll keep an audio diary great. <laughs> of It'll my be fun. thoughts. It would be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, well, that about does it for this episode. Demi, thank you so much for joining us. This is great. having me. Treat. Um, you have anything you want to plug? Uh, my podcast, Punch Up the Jam. It is also a music podcast. It sure is. Uh, we've talked about Headgum. Yep, right? on or iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. We've talked about, about many of the artists that I am now learning are in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! And yeah, if you like music and comedy, check it out. Also follow Demi's Twitter. Yes, uh, his Twitter is great. At Electro Lemon, he made a really I remember that parody you did the um, Childish Gambino oh, solo thing. Yeah, holy cannoli. Those are the, that series. Oh, that series uh, is just you do. Ooh wee baby. You. You guys, Fake end credit songs. You gotta check it out. You gotta go deep in the Demi Twitter verse. Get in there. Go into the Demi. What's your Twitter handle? At Electro Lemon. Electro Lemon. Yeah, beautiful. Also. Really fun Instagram stories. Enjoying the 311. All right. Cool. Sorry. I guess I'm a huge Demi fan. Wow. I am. I'm going to get in the Hall of Fame. Hell yeah. I hope so. You're in my For Hall the... of Fame. One, instead of 311, they're going to put me in. <laughs> <laughs> You're in my social media Hall of Fame. Damn. Yeah. And that means something. Uh, you can always find me at KStud across all platforms. And I'm doing a solo show at the end of August. So fly out to Los Angeles and see me at the Lyric Hyperion, August 23rd, 24th, and 25th, the night before my birthday. Beautiful. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Joe K. Joe K. Instagram at Joe Qua. Uh, Please 
rate and review us. Oh my gosh, five iTunes. stars only. Five and stars only. Send us an email. Joe likes to read them and then he forwards me the ones <laughs> that pertain to me. Yeah. Uh, and doesn't forward me some of them I'm learning uh, where people are asking what would be FYE. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like maybe not the best use of your time, uh, but a great use of my time. I want to let the listeners know that I enjoy all these very uh, minutia uh, related emails. Yeah, you can I really keep like them. them. Uh, <laughs> That's rockhallpod at gmail.com. Send yeah. us. We really do like genuinely. Emails. It's been very, very nice hearing from you guys. Uh, thank you to Ted Tremper for being our uh, studio host. Our daddy. Okay. <laughs> I, it, was, it was in my head and you picked up the slack, but I said it anyway. Yep. Uh, for giving us the studio space and the equipment and uh, helping us out as a technical advisor. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stoddard. And who cares about the Rock Hall? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.